Yes. That's right. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. We are live. We are back in action as free agency gets going. Third and three starts flowing. We get the news with the players on the move as they now get to choose where they win and where they lose. The do's, the don'ts, the can'ts and won'ts, the highs, the lows is how it goes being a player in the pros. Welcome back to another live edition of the Third and Three podcast, proudly presented by the Sports Column, along with Third and Three Podcast. Dot com. Get on over to the website. We have begun to march into the madness, third and three style. So everyone who joined will get weekly shout outs and updates live here on the show. Speaking of the show, let's get it going. Ladies first, the dazzling, dynamic, dependable, dangerous, wide receiver diva, tricky, Nikki Gist. What is happening? Oh, I like that. What am I this week? Dazzling and dynamic and, yes. you know, yes. again, yeah. Need you to loop, like I need you to record this for me, and then loop it. So you could be like my hype. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little feedback over there, but that's okay. Things happen. <laughs> I hype it up. The feedback goes crazy. Who knows where it came from? Maybe it came from free agency. Who knows, D? Our jaunty, jubilant, jazzy, jesting head coach, the real deal, Damian Adams. What's up? Thank you again, man. Always appreciate the intros, man. You are a wizard with words, so it's glad. I'm just so glad to have you doing the, the intros for us, man. Making me look good, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, well, I try, I try, my friend. Even though that feedback didn't sound so good, but we'll get through it. My name, Jason Fearman, the Sports Prophet, and it is my honor to introduce this week's special guest. He's more than a football writer. He's a true historian of the game. The man has been covering the NFL before many of you could probably speak. He's the founder of Pro Football Guru at ProFootballGuru.com and affiliated with fan-sided NFL, NFL Spin, Full Press NFL, PFG Vibes, so many more. I can't even begin to tell you because everybody wants this man to work with him or work for him. It is the great Russell Baxter. Russell, the guru, thank you for breaking out some time for us today, my friend. How are you? Well, thank you for that long intro. Is the show over? (laughs) (laughs) Is there any time to talk about football? Right? (laughs) That's it. I think we're ready to go, man. But you deserve it. If anybody does, it's you. And we were joking off air. It's been a long time since we spoke. So I am so glad. If you remember back in the day with L.A. Broadus, we had great times. uh, And you always brought the knowledge. So it's been so long. But I'm really, really glad you're here. It's great. Well, it's good to be. It's nice to meet some people I've never met. And, and, uh, you know, knowing that uh, five more squares and uh, with Alice in the middle, and we'd have the Brady Bunch. And... um, (laughs) So, but I mean, this is fun now. This is, you know, be able to do, you know, I've done some on air stuff. Now, this is kind of more on air, the modern version. So, now, see, now we're talking. There you go. Right. That's what it's all about. Seeing our faces, right? Just not our voices now. And, you know, with so many good looking people over here, we have to show them, obviously. I mean, come on. So, let's get it going. Let's do it. He said it. It's football time, ready to rock and roll. It's the hustle or Russell. And it is brought to you by Meatworks. You like steak? Me too. If you don't, you're either a vegetarian or you have no teeth. Meatworks has the highest quality meat cut products by American farmers. Other than a fiery flavor, the best part about Meatworks is that you can go online and customize your own box or choose one of their curated boxes and save 10 to 20% on Prime USDA beef baby hey sometimes we get lazy but it's okay we're hungry shipping is free you don't got to go to the grocery store just bring you 
meet love and lips over to the third and three podcast.com and get your meaty discount online and delivered to your home by meatworks so there you go here we go the hustle is russell presented by meatworks and nikki we are ready to go fans jump on in there if you got a question we'll try to get it up for you let's rock all right so russell thank you so much for coming on i know we have never met but i did go on your twitter and I like you already because not only are you hysterical, we share the same birthday. So I feel oh, are you kidding cosmic. Me? Yes. <laughs> Shout out to the September 3rd babies out there. So well, let, let me just say something to interrupt you. Go ahead. You look fantastic for being 62 years old. Oh, <laughs> don't I? <laughs> you oh, you mean birthday. the same date? Oh, you mean September third? You didn't mean yeah. the nineteen fifty nine part, huh? Same date. Same date. Yeah. Oh, it's an aren't, aren't, it's a Virgo thing, it isn't is it? Virgo and it's thing. it's always been fun for me because it was almost like it was meant to be. At one time, September third was just about the time the football season started. Right. So yeah. it was all. It was kind of like you know that's that that that's about right. So, but right? well, it's perfect. <laughs> belated happy birthday for the last 61 years that I've missed. So, yeah. <laughs> my favorite is when my birthday falls on Labor Day, and then my birthday is a national holiday. Oh, oh, see, there you go. Perfect. You perfect. Well deserving. So, <laughs> I'm going to kick it off with a Homer question. I am a huge Giants fan. Um, I think this year they, they might be getting it right. I know they just signed Tyrod Taylor. I, I'm happy about that. He's not a loser, so I'm, I'm happy about that. But I want to know, so they've got the fifth, seventh overall picks this year in the draft. What are you thinking? You think they need to go offensive line? You think they go pass rush here? I know they did sign some guys to kind of get that offensive line together, so that frees them up a little bit. But any thoughts on – you know, help a desperate Giants fan here with a little light of hope. Well, listen, Saquon Barkley's had to deal with injuries the last couple of years. He was the mm-hmm. offensive rookie of the year a few years ago. Uh, Daniel Jones uh, looked like he's was progressing in terms of ball security. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times I, I see statistics out there where the, well, you touch down the interception ratio and differential and stuff like that. And people, for some odd reason, forget that a fumble is a turnover. And I think that's been a bigger problem for Daniel Jones. Now, he looked like he was turned in the corner there as well, but I I, I lean the offensive line. You, you don't get anything done in this league without an offensive line. Um, and, you know, I've heard people say, well, look, the Bengals got to the Super Bowl and then didn't have a good offensive line. Um the Bengals didn't win the Super Bowl because Von Miller and Aaron Donald spent more time in the backfield in the second half than Joe Burrow did. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so you've got to have some, and look what Cincinnati's doing in free agency. They get some veteran yeah. bodies in there and so on. So, you know, when Gettleman was there, he put a lot of money in the Nate Solder. He won't be back. Uh, you know, Will Hernandez has been up and down, up and down. He's unrestricted free agent. Um, they they need help there, yeah. and you've got an offensive guy in Brian Dable. Uh, you know Joe Sheen is the new general manager. Um, they're gonna kind of I, I think build in the image of the new look Bills. Although it's it, it's and 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 if you remember Josh Allen's first year there, Josh Allen ran for a lot of yards, Nikki, but yeah. he was running for his life, not yeah. out of design. 
Um, and they retooled the offensive line. And uh, I wish they ran the ball a little better. Now I think they rely on Josh Allen to rely, run the ball too much. Uh, he's more their best running, even though Singletary led the, the team in rushing. And I'm not saying you don't take advantage of that, but uh, you know, Josh and Josh Allen, I think surprised a lot of people with his running ability as well. But and listen, we've seen Daniel Jones make some long runs in the league too. And, you know, unless he forget to tie his shoe in Philadelphia, I think it was, <laughs> and, uh, and just yeah. fell on the turf, but he, I think he's still more better athlete than he is a quarterback, but I think that can change. And listen, it doesn't take that long anymore in this league to turn things around. Um, if you look in like the NFC alone, these, you know, in, in recent years, or even in the league overall, you know, it's seemingly almost every year, there's a team that had a losing season the year before and wound up in the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Cincinnati did it this year. Tampa Bay did it the year before that. Uh, Philadelphia was a last place team. And then a year later, they won the Super Bowl. In fact, the Bengals, Eagles, and 49ers were all last place teams in 2020 and all wound up in the playoffs. That's how crazy this league is. That's why what New England did and what Kansas City's doing is such an anomaly. So there, there's no real juggernaut in the NFC East. I will say that. Um, but the Giants, I mean, by the end of the year, I had them, you know, I do power rankings for fan-sided, and I had them, mm-hmm. I think, 35th. So you're supposed to laugh. There's only 30 teams. Yeah, Nick, 32 teams. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, is she going to be like, oh, man, my Giants? <laughs> no, I know there's only three. What are you talking about? And here's the thing that was really surprising last year, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I was stunned at how the defense completely fell apart yeah. the year after showing so much progress. I mean, they're secondary in 2020 with Jabril Preller. Peppers and Ryan Logan and I'm sorry, Logan Ryan and uh, James Bradbury. They, they were the catalyst of that team, you know, overcome that 0 and 5 start. I know they finished six and 10, but they played respectful football the rest of the year. So to answer the question you asked me, I think about 20 minutes ago, because I'm long winded, um, I would go offensive line, um, set a foundation there. You've got an offensive coach. Um, and who knows what's going to happen in free. There's an awful lot of players out there yet. I mean, we really officially just started free agency three hours ago. Um, so t- again, offensive line, they've not had a good offensive line in quite a few years, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like eight, nine. <laughs> so <laughs> a long time. It's long been a lot. No, it's, it has been a long time. It, it, yeah. it has been a long time in the offensive line. You know, you look at some recent Super Bowl champions. Um, I would, and Tampa Bay retooled their offensive line when Tom mm-hmm. Brady came. Um, the year before, Kansas City has always had a good offensive line. Then we saw their offensive line devastated by injuries in the Super Bowl the second year with Eric Fischel and Mitchell Schwartz, and they couldn't score a touchdown against Tampa Bay. Nick Foles and the Eagles, when they beat the Patriots in Super Bowl 52. That was definitely offensive line. And that's mm-hmm. not the knock Nick Foles or anything like that. Jason, one of my favorite stats in Super Bowl 52, for as much as the Philly special and Nick Foles and Derek Barnett and all that stuff, 
They put 164 yards on the ground against Bill Belichick's defense. Yep. That's kind of like almost because there was so much else that went on in that game. You know, it was Jay Ajayi and Corey Clement and and LeGarrette Blunt just bam, 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 bam. New England couldn't stop them. So um, offensive line, it's the way you got to go. Okay. And you, and that not as just to pass blocking, that's the run blocking. Okay. As much passing as we see in this league mm-hmm. these days, you got to be able to somehow run the football and do it consistently. You got to keep teams off balance. You got to be, you know, to a completely abandon the running game just leads you to disaster. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, there's a, there's a reason that no quarterback in the history of the Super Bowl era has ever led the league in passing yards and won the Super Bowl the same year. That's a great stat. That is that's a great stat. That's 56 years. That's not 20 years. That's 56 years. Right. And that goes yeah, right. back to the AFL and the NFL, when, you know, the yeah. first four Super Bowls, in which you know what I did is I went back and calculated which player, be what league, had more passing yards. It could have been an AFL, NFL. It still holds up. I mean, Tom Brady led the league in passing yards this past year. For Friday, that was Deshaun Watson, no playoffs. Before that, Jameis Winston, no playoffs. Hmm. But, Very interesting. But if you had them in your fantasy league, you probably had a good year. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah Damien, uh, he's right yeah. on with the line of scrimmage. You know how I feel about that. It's That's where the ball is snapped. That's where the game is won and lost in the trenches for the most part. But So he's right on with that. Uh, Giants probably should go all line. Nikki agrees. But, uh, Dee, what do you got, man? No, for sure. And I'm going to follow up Nikki's Homer question with my own Homer <laughs> question. Uh, the, the Saints have somehow gotten under the cap. I don't know how we do it every year, <laughs> but it's been announced that we have gotten under the cap. So do you see the Saints doing anything in this free agency period? Any moves that can move the needle for the Saints next year? Outside, of course, of being in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes right now. They um, they didn't cut Emeril Lagasse, did they? I don't, be- I don't believe so. Yeah, we didn't Not cut anybody on the current roster. Okay. All right. Another dad <laughs> joke. All right. So. Yeah, the cook. Wait, yeah. isn't he a chef? Yeah, the chef. Bam. <laughs> the chef, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very, oh, he's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's a fullback. Bam. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, the Saints are, and, and listen, they've been dealing with cap issues for, for a while. Okay. And they some it's funny how you, you just get to like cramming for your homework and somehow you manage to get it done. So um they still I you know, as of an hour ago, I had not gotten Teron Armstead resigned unless you, yeah. you unless I missed something yeah, like in the missed last something. hour. Um and he's a guy they can't afford to let get away. You know, the Saints reinvented themselves back in 2017 when they became more of a running team. And less of Drew Brees throwing for 5,000 yards. All those 5,000-yard passing seasons don't really add up to a lot. Um, I'm not sure what they're going to do because they are up against it. So I don't know if it's going to be a free agency year for them. But there's so many guys already floating out there that have been cut by their team. Salary cap casualties. Um, that you know, Like Bobby Wagner. Uh, we just saw Joe Schober get cut because the Steelers signed Miles Jack. Um, and those are the guys that you can get. I, I think the Saints will probably wait a couple of days like they usually do or wait a couple of weeks and, you know, sign some one guys to one-year contracts. As long as they keep their nucleus, they'll be okay. Listen, if they showed last year 
that there's even without Drew Brees. And it's not like they haven't gotten used to playing without Drew Brees the last couple of years because he's had his injury woes, which is not something he ever had problems with. But as he got older, it happens. Um, but I don't know if they're going to be a significant player, Damian. Um, and listen, I know Brady's back. But Tampa's still got some guys they got to resign, like uh, like Indomitian Sue. They get get Godwin under contract. They just lost OJ Howard, by the way, to the Bills. Although you know Cameron Brake's been and, and what's going to happen with Rob Gronkowski? Again, hmm. in, in this league, you know, it is it's such a streaky league in terms of you know the Saints were five and two. And then all of a sudden, I think they were, what, five and seven? Yeah, we lost five in a row after that, yeah. All right, five and seven. <laughs> then they won four of their last five. They swept the Bucks. okay? And it wasn't because of Drew Brees that they swept the Bucks. They swept the Bucks for the second straight year. Yeah. So that's a competitive football team, and because they are a pretty solid team in the trenches. I know that sounds you know, crazy. Will, will they bring Jameis Winston back? Uh you know, are they, you know, real players in the Deshaun Watson thing? Who knows how that's going to play out? Every team's doing their homework and so on. So um, I would say at least for now, I think they're kind of going to be kind of in neutral in terms of free agency. Yeah, gotcha. no, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens to them for the first time in a while. Not just no Drew Brees, but no Sean Payton either. So, yeah, we'll see how things go. Yeah. But a hot topic now all of a sudden, you know, is Deshaun Watson so not indicted on criminal charges he will play. He will likely get suspended. How many games? Six. I don't know, Russell. You know, you probably know better than me, but we'll see when things do come to fruition. So we got Atlanta, New Orleans, and Carolina all in the NFC South, which is not surprising. And I actually said a couple of weeks ago, Damien, I think that you heard, um, I thought that he'd be a great fit in Cleveland. Now, I don't know, Russell, if they're going to trade him to an AFC team, uh, depending on what Cleveland gives back. But I hear that Cleveland is willing to give the most so um, he basically, Deshaun Watson, has to sign off on it because there was no trade clause. So right. out of those four teams, unless there's a fifth, wh- what do you think? You know, Atlanta's kind of jumped in here at the last minute, and apparently there's a relationship going but way back between Deshaun Watson and, and, and Arthur Blank. Um, right. And that would make, you know, I could see that making sense because you could send Matt Ryan to Houston and – you know, although they signed Kyle Allen today, I don't know if I'd read too much into that. Uh, Tyrod Taylor's gone; he's now the backup to Daniel Jones uh, with the Giants. Um, right. You know, I see what Cleveland's doing. I also see, you know, I'm 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 a little I'm, it's like semi disappointed in the way they've kind of handled this Baker Mayfield thing. Um, yeah, you know, but that goes to show you, I guess, what they think of him, right? Well, yeah, uh, but you know, he also played last year hurt from like week mm-hmm. two on so uh whose decision was it to keep trotting him out there i guess is my point and then all of a sudden and, and listen he's taken the high road so far so i i'm not sure what's going on there i know they lost they let um what austin hooper go yes um, yeah and you know they seem to be you know, they're, they're going. clearing out clearing out cap room for a trade or, or whatever and so on but um and i agree with you it, it, I, I'd be curious to see if they would trade him within the conference. Now we know they're, they weren't going to trade him in the division because I guess the Colts went poking around. They turned the Colts down. So, I mean, that would be Houston's biggest nightmare. They have trouble beating the Colts no matter what, right. much less <laughs> putting him yeah. on the other side of the ball. So, 
Um, I, I, I'll be really curious. I think teams are still kind of feeling around about what's going to happen to him at the beginning of the year. You know, like maybe like an Antonio Brown situation we saw a couple uh, last year or two years ago. He was suspended, what, I think the first eight games of the year. Uh, right. But, you know, we also see, you know, I think when Ben Roethlisberger got um, suspended back in 2010, I think he was suspended for six and then they knocked it down to four. So um, and I know people are, well, he was clear to this, clear to that and so on. It's the league still looks at stuff like that as contact conduct detrimental. So, mm-hmm. and that's something that Roger Goodell is very, very big on. And, and in case you're wondering, he's, he's suspended, uh, I think GMs, he's suspended an owner, he's suspended coaches. So it's not just a player thing and so on. He's not picking on the players. You know, the, right. the shield is the shield. So it, it, it's hard to get a feel for, because there's this is one of those instances, Jason, where so much is going on behind the scenes, and so much of this was you know kept very very quiet for a long time too. It's hard to get a gauge on where every team stands. But mm-hmm. I, I I've always noticed that you know you'll see teams who are like in the mix almost daily for a trade like this, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. someone jumps in late. And before you know it, they, they're they the team that makes the trade. Hmm. And, you know, I'm wondering if Atlanta isn't that team in this instance. Because we have seen, you know, debated with New Orleans and, and debated with Cleveland and, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I, like I said, I, I wish I could give you a better answer. But this is just like his whole season last year where he was never suspended, but the Texans wouldn't play him. Right. Um, it's a giant mystery, uh, as is his, you know, what's going on with him personally. Yeah, it, uh, you're 100% right. It is a mystery. I imagine the 49ers jumping at the last second. What an amazing thing that would be. You're right, but somebody could jump in at the last second. Yeah. We don't know. Um, but, yeah, right now we're hearing those four teams. But, again, he has to, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you know, again, wave his no-trade clause and say, yes, I will go there. I don't know what's going to hold them back. Uh, we'll see. But, um, yeah, that that's very interesting. Definitely got a lot more to go. What's up to Nathan over there? I'm talking about the Bills signing Von Miller. But, uh, Nikki, what do you got next? Yeah, so Mitch Trubisky in Pittsburgh. Um, I feel they should have addressed this quarterback situation probably two years ago. I think they're a little too little too late. But I is the overall feel this is the stopgap guy until we find our guy? This is – a little bit for some flexibility in the draft or is Pittsburgh really looking at him as you know the next heir apparent here those are some big shoes to fill behind Big Ben so uh yeah there are and uh you know you've seen Ben deteriorate the last couple of years and it really kind of started in 2019 with that elbow injury in week two and then he didn't play the rest of the year and I think he they kind of gutted it out um, you know, but the, this is a team that's been in you know, salary cap hell. You know, you, we talk about the Saints and the Packers and stuff. They're, this is another team. Um, and you saw them this year so far with a little money, and they have spent some money. Uh, but they didn't break the bank for Mitch Trubisky. So uh, uh, I think he is more of a stopgap than anything else. One thing is he can move. Okay. So which Ben has not been able to move the last couple of years. Ben was always great with his feet. Okay, his ability to just make things out of nothing. But he hasn't been able to do that with all these quick passes. 
Uh, second off, they got a legitimate running back last year uh, in Najee Harris, who, who squeezed out a lot of lo- yards against about, I'm sorry, behind an offensive line that still wasn't very good, even though they changed just about everybody on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, when I, two years, 14 million, I think it is. That's mm-hmm. a stopgap contract. And whether they feel that Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins, um, you know, can develop during training camp, or maybe they draft this year uh, with, and and, and listen, there's a feeling around the league that none of these quarterbacks that are coming out this year are are knocking anybody's socks off. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's more people looking forward to 2023. It's so it's almost like, why don't we get somebody who knows what they're doing um, and maybe try to steal a playoff berth and maybe try to steal a Super Bowl champion and then address quarterback next year when you have even more salary cap room. Remember the, remember the cap jumped dramatically this year because yeah. it went down the year before. So the cap is 208.2 million, which is obviously the highest it's ever been. Next year, there's talk it could be close to 230 million. So, uh, and yet, and, and I get the feeling the Packers still might be over the cap. Um, but no, I think this is more of a stopgap. Okay. I think, uh, I think the Steelers are going to try and do what they did last year in terms of run the football, try and run it, um, play good defense, although they were dead last in the league against the run. Um, and you know, hence some of the moves they've made defensively with veterans and so on, like the Miles Jack move and so on, and bringing Brian Flores in as a linebackers coach, which is a, a big ad for them and so on. But no, I think we, Mitch, here's the thing that's interesting about, about Trubisky. When Ryan Pace drafted him, and you guys probably you know college football better than I do, I think. Um, the thing that was mysterious about them going up from three to two mm-hmm. to get him in 2017 was that he was a developmental prospect, mm. okay? Later in the draft, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes went. Those were guys who were consistent starters at their schools. Uh, if I remember the number, Mitch Trubisky started 12 games at North Carolina. Right. So he's still learning how to play quarterback. And yet he, you know, he jumped into the fray and we saw him as a rookie and he threw as much, many touchdown passes and interceptions. And then the second year um, he was better, but he did a lot with his feet. Uh, It was also better that they got Khalil Mack and the defense and they were 12 and four and so on. So I don't think he really ever developed. Um, And it's slowly, but now he's been in the league for a little bit. Now he just spent a year with the bills, which I think is, you know, probably helped them. We've seen what their staff has done for Josh Allen. So now I think he comes to Pittsburgh more looking like a quarterback than a prospect. Okay. They yes. added uh, a center and a guard. James Daniels yeah. is a great pickup from the Bears. He can play yes. anywhere in the interior. Yeah. Okay. So um, they like Dan Moore, who they drafted last year, I think out of A&M at left tackle. They still have some work to do there. The, the, the thing that's con- important about the running game is persistency. And, you know, we didn't see that with Randy Fickner. And we didn't, you know, really see it all that much with Matt Canada last year, even though they were better. I mean, Najee Harris touched the ball a lot. Uh, amazing. Najee Harris did not fumble during the regular season, despite the how many times he touched the ball. He had the fumble in the playoff game against Kansas City. His only fumble of the year. 
So there's some promise of Fryermuth, by the way, the tight end, who's a blocker and a receiver. So for all the passing in the league, I guess this is my point. There's going to be two or three teams in this league that are going to try to play old school football. And I think Pittsburgh is going to be one of them again. Hmm. Well, that's their MO pretty much. And D, I'm going to throw it to you right now, but just to piggyback off of uh, what Russell said. Yeah, I'm thinking that Pittsburgh did this move for a couple of reasons. One, they don't love a quarterback in this draft, like you were mentioning before. And they do see Trubisky as somebody who can maybe develop. Look, he's been dealing with different offensive coordinators since he's got there and different coaches and so on and so forth. But he did go to the playoffs a couple of years with the Bears. Yeah, mostly on defense, like you said, Russell. Right. But I'm I'm kind of looking forward to seeing him getting the shot and seeing what happens. And I think that maybe yeah. he's on the spot. The one thing I know, when I saw him play last year for the Bills, in, in particular, I think there was a preseason game against Green Bay. Again, it's preseason. He looked comfortable. Hmm. And when he was with the Bears, he never really looked comfortable. Okay? Um, but the Bears, any of the Bears quarterbacks – for about three or four years, didn't look comfortable. Even Nick Foles, even, you know, even as experienced as he was and so on. So, um, but that comes with reps. I mean, it was like, uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo early in his career and all of a sudden he's a starter and you're, well, he throws a lot of interceptions. He turns over the football and then you go back and realize that he barely saw the field his first two years in the league. And then he got a chance to start. When Brady got suspended in 2016, and his season, I think, lasted six quarters before he got hurt. (laughs) That's right. Okay, and then he hurt his knee in 2018 after he got traded to the Niners and so on. So Jimmy G is another guy who, in order to get better, you got to play. So Trubisky didn't play a lot in college. Jimmy G didn't play a lot early in his NFL career. And it's, it's funny, the one year they got to the Super Bowl was the one year he started all 16 games. That's pretty well said. Hard to argue with him, D. No, it is. And you mentioned old school football. One team that definitely did that last year was the Indianapolis Colts. Yep. And right now they're in a transition period. You get rid of Carson Wentz. Where do you see them going? You mentioned Jimmy G. Is that the direction they go in as far as quarterback, or is there another direction they may go in? Well, listen, this is business as usual for Chris Ballard. Uh, Chris Ballard became the GM in 2017. He will be six for six in terms of his week one starting quarterback being different. Okay. Not all his fault, uh, but Luck, I think, was hurt. And Scott Tolzien in 2017, Luck in 18, um, Jacoby Brissett in 19, Philip Rivers in 20, Carson Wentz in 21. Wow. Johnny Unitas in 2022. <laughs> right. Okay. So, but, and it's funny because he's such, listen, and I was talking with uh, earlier today or messaging back and forth, my uh, writing partner, Julie Voigt from PFG Vi. Um, you know, what he's always done a good job is drafting and taking care of those draft picks. You know, I mean, and to get Quentin Nelson and Darius Leonard in the same draft is pretty damn good. So, but they, for whatever reason, they can't seem to secure the quarterback spot. Now, last year, uh, Carson Wentz cut back on the turnovers. I get all that. Um, Jonathan Taylor led the league in rushing. Could have made a good case for him being MVP, as a matter of fact. Um, and with their offensive line, not what it was in previous years, um, you know, because of injuries and retirements and so on. Quentin Nelson met, met some time. He, he changed the whole mentality of that team. 
But yeah, they have a void, Damien, at, at quarterback right now. I'm not sure what they're going to do. I mean, I, yeah, I was kidding around with Julia's. Well, it makes sense that Baker May, Mayfield went there because the Colts have had their share of first overall quarterbacks, and some of them have played for the team, and some of them haven't. You know, so I mean, John Elway didn't want to play for the Colts while they were still That's in Baltimore. Right. Yeah, but Peyton Manning right. wanted to play for the Colts, and Andrew Luck did want to play for the Colts. So um, go all the way back to Bubba Smith, but I only that's a police academy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but, they made a lot uh, of yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do. They made a trade today, then Gawkway, um, because the, the Raiders were you know, brought in Chandler Jones and Rocky Asin, though, cornerback who they liked a lot, uh, off the Las Vegas and so on. So their defense, as good as it was last year, was a little inconsistent. And Darius Leonard is a machine. He you know, is, Kenny Moore he's, is underrated as a cornerback. DeForest Buckner was a great trade they made a couple of years to get from, from the Niners, but they were up and down. And remember now, they will have a new defensive coordinator, uh, Gus Bradley, because Matt Eberfluss is the new head coach right. of the Chicago Bears. Very interesting. That's right. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was uh, I was big on the Colts last year for a while, but then Carson Wentz last couple of games, whatever. Um, yeah, very interesting. That team is so well built already uh, that I think that, yeah, they, I'm surprised that they haven't found a quarterback yet or didn't have a backup plan. Maybe they like somebody in the draft, but let me go to another team in their division, Russell, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I've been on now for a lot of weeks saying, look, they're going to have a lot of money. They got the number mm-hmm. one pick again, so on and so forth. So, we know they brought in Christian Kirk, Say Jones, Brandon Scherf. I like it. Guard, um, Evan Ingram, yep. which Nikki probably thrilled he's had in New York, but okay. Uh, Foye <laughs> Aluakon, um, and Cam Robinson, they they uh, tagged again. So, and they still have money to bring in. Let's see who they draft, whether it's Evan Neal, maybe they go with Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. But I see this team in the next two years as being a contender if Trevor Lawrence really is that number one guy. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, listen, he had uh, he had trouble with ball security last year, and then again, you got to go with the fumble. You got to add in the fumbles along with the interceptions and so on. But I mean, who knows what was going on behind the scenes there with Urban Meyer, who didn't even make it through the year, and uh, Daryl Bevel, and and now here comes Doug Peterson, and you know, I like I like the Scherf and the Engram pickups because this is these are two guys that Doug Peterson are familiar with during his days with the Eagles. Um, Scherf changes. A lot. I know he's, you know, first two years in the league, he didn't miss a start. The last, you know, was it five now? Um, he's missed time. Yet, he's still a five-time, he's been named to, to the Pro Bowl five times, okay? It's five or six times, as a matter of fact, all pro back in 2020. So huh. he's one of those road grader guys, um, and they need that. They need to protect Trevor Lawrence, who I think tried to do things, too many things last year, and understandably so. I mean, this team has been, it's almost hard to believe that five years ago they were up by 10 points in Foxborough with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Right, with Blake Bortles. How's this first stat? That year they were 10 and 6. They beat Buffalo and Pittsburgh in the playoffs and then lost to New England. So they won a total of 12 games in 2017 since then they are 15 and 50 oh god wow <laughs> wow talk about it. stat guru man over here he's got him that's wow that's something else i didn't even know that yeah i had 15 no and 50 and they've 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 won four games the last two years oh you know god. they had what was it the 
20 game losing streak. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Something crazy. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you want to do, if you want to be in the same conversation with the Buccaneers, you want to be talking Super Bowl, not 26 year loss, <laughs> you know? Right. Not, not, the orange, not the orange sickle uniform. But yeah, that's right. Be, yeah, really. Roy Selman and John McKay. And uh, what do you think? Yeah, what's just expand? What do you think yeah, of your team's execution? I'm in favor of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's an actual quote from John John McKay. That's great. Yeah, I've heard that actually. It's yeah. wonderful. I love it. Uh, all right, we'll see what happens with Jacksonville. Nikki, uh, you got some more? I do. Just kind of want to get your thoughts on Russell. What Wilson. I want for my birthday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, Russell Wilson going to Denver. Just kind of thoughts now on that division, what that team's going to look like this year. You love it, you hate it, like it. Well, for Russell Wilson's sakes, I hope he doesn't get sacked forty more times. Oh, um, which, be, listen, he's taken he has taken a beating. Some of it is his own doing, and some of it mm -hmm. is uh, the offensive lines they've had. Now they they have a pretty respectable offensive line. Um, now in Denver, they could use a little more help. They, they've actually added to that. Uh, they are now the darling everybody's focusing on. Um, but I'd like to remind people, they haven't been in the playoffs since they won the Super Bowl. That's right. That was their last playoff appearance. Um, you have to go back to like the early days of the franchise, the last time the Broncos had five straight losing seasons. So, again, there's a last place team. They'll be the Vogue last place team for a lot of people to turn things around. Now, of course, turning things around in that division tough. is is a little tough because everybody else in the division had a winning record last year, and both the Chiefs and the Raiders wound up in the playoffs. Um, he does a lot of special things. There's no doubt about it. They've got some excellent receivers. Uh, dynamite rookie running back this year. Um, defensively, you know, it's hard to beat what they were in the no-fly zone in 2015 and so on. And that has kind of gotten away from them. And it's, it's teams have, as players have moved on and so on, players get older. Von, we talk about Von Miller, who, um, you know, now with the Buffalo Bills after, you know, winning a Super Bowl with the with the Rams, uh, you know, a couple of months ago. Uh, it I, I, I think what I want to see and listen, the Chargers have made a lot of interesting move. Now they got Khalil Mack opposite oh. of Joey Boza, yeah. which kind of it kind of fills the void from a couple of years when when Joey Boza, Nikki and Melvin Ingram were doing their thing when Melvin Ingram was kind of in his prime and so yeah. on. So uh, those bookends. Now the Raiders, I, I, I give the remember the Raiders last year. You know they gave they had Max Crosby, but they signed in uh, in Gakwe from the Ravens. Yeah. He actually led the team in sacks, not Max Crosby. Um, and defensively, the Raiders have been a disaster for over a decade. Uh, so, but now they bring in Chandler Jones, who is a machine, absolute machine when it comes to getting sacks. So, uh, are they, are you, is that enough for Denver to offset, um, you know, some of their other issues and so on? Again, you know, let's see what happens in the draft. Uh, but, it's funny, you, you look at the AFC West and the NFC West. In the AFC West, you had three losing teams and a 7-10 and 10 club. In the NFC West, you had three playoff teams um, and a 7-10 and 10 club. 
Okay. So it was, it was, the whole division was pretty stacked with the exception of ironically Denver and Seattle, the teams that were involved in the Russell Wilson trade by, by the way. So I like the move for Denver shows aggressiveness and, you know, their, their start, their quarterback situation since Peyton Manning is starting to look like the Dolphins quarterbacks situations since Dan Marino. Wow. Brock Osweiler and um, Trevor Lynch and (laughs) Mace Keenum and uh, you know, you know, they've gone through a slew of quarterbacks. Even and let's be honest, even the year that Broncos won the Super Bowl against the Panthers, that was not a quarterback driven team. You know, Peyton was hurt and he was on his last legs and uh, you know, the second half of the Super Bowl against Carolina, he was it's a sitting duck. That's it. So I mean, they didn't win that because of him, right? And so yeah. on. So Von Miller was the had, MVP. There you go. Yeah, they, they've had they've had a, uh, a a tough time replacing that position, and now it's uh, we'll see what happens and so on. But again, I like the move because it's hard not to like Russell Wilson. I understand. I mean, last year he was very frustrated. He, when you're at a place for a long time and it seems like you're stuck in limbo, and I think that's what he thought because the team was certainly headed in the wrong direction. And so I remember early in his career, I, I, I game manager is such an overused term, but mm. he was part of a good running game with Marshawn Lynch, a pretty solid offensive line. Um, if you're Russell Okung and James Carpenter and so on. So and then they became so dependent on him. He started putting up these mind-boggling numbers, okay? But those numbers don't do you any good if you're losing. Ask the Bills. Score 36 points at Arrowhead Stadium and lose 42-36, okay? So um, hopefully for for Denver and Nathaniel Hackett's the new head coach, first-time NFL head coach. So, uh, you know, maybe Russell Wilson – they can work together. They can have some sort of cohesion and so on. But I mean, if you're Denver, you have to be excited because of some of the other moves as well. For sure. But you know, you're in a, like I said, a loaded division. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, Brandon Staley should be a better coach after one year. I think he spent the year out guessing himself. You know. And, he, you know, forget it. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, no. I call him the I call him the Brandon Failies because they should have been in the playoffs last year, Russell. I, no, I, I mean, if you just look at some of. The, I mean, you know, they have they have this. They lose at home to the Vikings. They lose at home to New England. You know who was playing good at the time. Um, they lose at Denver. So radically inconsistent. And then you know Brandon Staley going for it on fourth down when it was second down. Um, you know, <laughs> So many times, I just think he outthought himself at times, and certainly outthought himself in overtime um, against the Raiders. And that's a talented team. There's no yes. question about it. Very um, talented. But it, they've got to get some. They were, by the way, there's another team who's bad against the run. Okay, you, you're not you're not going to get away with that. Okay, that's why the Raiders ran the ball. Uh, with uh, with Josh Jacobs on that play after the timeout nope. because they, they were gashing them all the evening. Exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah, we talked about it all year. Just the Chargers, no run defense. Hey, Khalil Mack, he can actually sack the quarterback. He can get to the running back. D, before we get to your question, real quick, uh, Mike Patton from the audience is just asking your real quick opinion where you think Tyron Matthew may end up. 
now that they replaced him with um, – who did they get at safety, the Chiefs? Uh, why am I missing his name? Who did they, they just get that, uh, the Chiefs at safety? Why am I forgetting off the top of my head? I know they got his replacement, um, but, yeah, I'm wondering where Tyron Matthews is going to go. I got to find out where he went. How come I don't know where he went? Oh, my God. I know they just got somebody to replace him. I'm sorry, guys. I don't remember off the top of my head, but Tyron Matthews, he's probably the number one guy in the secondary, if you want to call it out there, maybe next to Stephon Gilmore. Um, what do you think I'm happens? Sorry, you ask, were you asking about the Chiefs? Yeah, the Chiefs. We're yeah. Oh, Justin, they got Justin Reed from Houston. Thank you, Justin Reed. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So, yes, we have a, uh, one of our listeners, Mike, asking where you think Tyron Matthew may go now. Oof. Well, the, you know, those he's one of those guys you would think would, would have been scooped up by now. Me too. Okay. Um, and, you know, he, he, he has made an impact on all three franchises that he's played for. Okay. Uh, you know, obviously with Arizona, short stint in Houston, but still, right. you know, he's one of those football magnets. He's always around the ball. Okay. And he doesn't put up these extraordinary numbers, but he's just a, a, a flat out solid football player. Okay. Now, I don't know if he's asking for a certain price or anything like that, but um, you think about teams who need a safety and they're, you know, it, take your pick. Okay. Um, you know, to me, Baltimore would have been a good pick, but now that they have what's his name from the Saints. Yeah, okay. Williams. Now there's so hopefully their secondary gets straight now. They were killed um, with injuries last year. Okay. But I mean, now Baltimore's kind of rebounded. You just said we mentioned Kansas City's the replacement and so on. Um, uh, who met Marcus Williams? Marcus Williams, who unfortunately is probably known for one play and one play only, but he's still a hell of a player. <laughs> So yes, um, I don't know. That's that, that that's tough because the other thing that's still going on, even though teams are quote unquote under the cap right now, is you're still seeing teams get released or players get released. Yeah. So is that going right. to open the door for some uh, somebody to upgrade? So I mean, you see some of the poor defensive teams in the league, um, and you wonder, you know, at, you know Atlanta. Okay, who has been horrendous on defense and they have no pass rush whatsoever. They had 18 mm. sacks last year, the Falcons. Oh. Okay, that was only a half a sack less than um, Robert Quinn and four and a half sacks less than TJ Watt. <laughs> okay. Unbelievable. So, but he's one of those guys who can obviously help a lot of teams. So then you just start looking at connections and so on. But again, I'm a little surprised, and I don't know if it's an asking price or he's just kind of taking his time as to what he's going to do and so on. But obviously, the Chiefs are not bringing him back, I mean, right. you know, with making the Justin Reed move. So again, I wish I had a better answer. And, yeah. you know, we're at that stage right now, obviously, with free agency just starting that. Once I pop off the air here, within 20 minutes, he's probably signed with somebody. You never of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah, what right. happens. I mean, just as you know, as we were just coming on the air, we saw the Von Miller news and we saw the O.J. Howard news. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Just like that. Yep. Okay. Got real lucky. I'm right. Deshaun Watson is going to sign one minute after the show, D. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it happens. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm out here in Arizona. Do you see the Cardinals doing anything? Frequency wise, or 
What do you think they will do in the draft to try to improve the team? For me, I'm not a fan of Kingsbury as a coach. I think he's the main reason they've fallen short the past couple of years, along with some injuries, of course. But what do you see them doing to try to get over that hump that they've been stuck on the last few years? The Cardinals need to draft Mariano Rivera. Okay. <laughs> no, they, need, they, need a closer. they need a closer for sure. Yeah. They need a closer. Okay. That's great. Um, either that or a good, like a good real estate agent. All right. So how about Al- Alec Baldwin from Glengarry Glen Ross? Always be closing. Okay. But, I mean, but listen, the facts are the facts. Six and three in 2020, eight and eight missed the playoffs. Okay. Last year, seven and oh, didn't win the division. Okay. Made the playoffs for the first time since 2015. They also have to find a way to trade um, Sean McVay out of the NFC West <laughs> and maybe to the XFL or USFL. Okay. Something, please. I, I want to say, but McVay's been there, what, five years? Yeah. And I believe, I want to say he is 10 and one against the Cardinals. Oh. Yeah, I think something like that. Yep, right. Yeah, it's, 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 he's not so the 49ers, but he beats the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> now, well, I mean, that you know what that reminds me of, Jason? The old NFC East in the late 80s, um, when Bill Parcells could always beat Joe Gibbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Bill Parcells couldn't beat Buddy Ryan, but Joe Gibbs could beat Buddy Ryan. Very interesting. Right. Very interesting. Now, it's, yeah, it's two right. Hall of Fame coaches and, and, uh, a guy who, you know, made his mark as an assistant. By remember, he was part of the Jets when the Jets defensive staff when they won Super Bowl three. So uh, Buddy Ryan was a good coach on the Hall of Fame coach, but a uh, good coach. But it's styles, it's matchups and so on. And and could you imagine if the Niners would have pulled it off? I mean, they were up ten in the NFC title game. Okay. Oh. So um, but I mean it's it, it, it's styles, it's system and so on. But I agree with Damian. I mean the proof is in the pudding uh, with the coach. Okay, I mean, at seven and zero last year, they looked as good as anyone. Not just because they were undefeated; it was the way they were beating teams. Yeah, offense, yeah. defense, special teams. You know, I mean, Chandler Jones goes in week one and gets five sacks. Yeah, and now Chandler Jones is even with the team. Amazing, sure. amazing. Now on the Raiders, just crazy. Absolutely. I've seen it by so. To, to answer your question, I look at the Cardinals so far; they're all about. A lot of people leaving. They haven't really who they mm-hmm. signed so far. Jeff Gladney, who was out of the league last year, he got in you know trouble and then found not guilty with the Vikings for right. former first round cornerback. They haven't made they haven't made a lot of moves and so on. And hey, listen, you know Kyle and Murray stirring the pot a little bit, uh, a little frustration yeah. and so on. You know, it's yeah. I, I will say this: it's one thing when Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers air their differences. It's another thing when you've been in the league three years and you air your differences. Very true. <laughs> Great point. Great point. I love it. Uh, I can go so many different places with you right now. Um, I do. We got you for what? Maybe five more minutes or so. What Russell, about? Or? Yeah, five more minutes. Uh, Honolulu. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> love this. Oh man! Like I said, a million places I can go right now. I'm looking at my screen, and there's so many different things. But all right. So Rogers comes back, signs his deal, yada yada. Now we know it's three years, hundred fifty million dollars. But I thought a lot of that was contingent upon Devontae Adams and him having their private conversation saying, I'm coming back, so are you. What's the holdup? I know they wanted a franchise hit, franchise tag him, but why wouldn't Green Bay want to sign one of the best wide receivers in the league for a long-term deal? Well, I, I think 
Yeah, and I read a report which was funny that the tag is what twenty point one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And Go on. Uh, I don't know if it's true because I I didn't really see the source. That supposedly he turned down twenty three. Okay, right. I think he's, I think uh, Russell. Because don't correct me if I'm wrong. Hopkins is the highest paid at twenty seven a year, and he wants to be the highest paid. So yeah. I mean, wow, that's like quarterback money. Really, come on. Yeah. No, quarterback money is obviously fifty million. Yeah. Right. I know. Yeah. 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 But um, Green Bay had a lot to do this offseason to get under the cap. They were way over, obviously. Um, yes. I, I, to be honest with you, give them credit. The fact that they were able to get Devondre Campbell re-signed, I thought was huge. Not surprised that Darius Smith was cut. He barely played last year because of an injury. So, and by the way, he, he, he returned to the Ravens today. Yep. So, yep. The team that so. signed him, that's right. And they've got Rashawn Gary there. It kind of fills that gap anyway. Um, you know, and listen, Aaron Rodgers is a little polarizing. I get all that and so on. Every You know, when they lose, he's to blame, MVP, I've heard of all, and so on. And um, But they need to get that done uh, sooner than later because that, this is not something that can necessarily just hang all – summer and so on. So I don't know what they told him behind the scenes. I've, and by the way, I've seen some quotes attributed to Devonte Adams um, on social media, which are apparently completely false. Okay. Cause there's no attribution to them at all. Okay. I mean, we're, did you quote him in his living room or something like that? Did <laughs> have no idea where these people are getting this stuff. And so, but I understand his frustration. I, I, I understand him coming out and saying, I'm not playing for, the franchise tag and listen, a, a guy of his caliber, honestly, shouldn't play for the franchise tag. That's okay, fair. he shouldn't have a one-year deal. Okay, he, he should let the guys, but all pro, he's been absolutely magnificent. And and, and the the plays he's made, the rapport him and Aaron Rodgers have, you know, I think some people are trying to make it out that Aaron Rodgers let hung him out the dry, and I don't think that's the case whatsoever. This is an organizational thing. This is an Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't control you know, the Packers and the salary cap, they're going to do what they usually do, except for that one year where Brian Gunkus signed Preston Smith, Adrian Amos, Zadarius Smith, and Billy Turner. Okay. And they, they're like, wow, the Packers are spending money. They haven't spent that kind of money since. Right. And they had to cut Billy Turner loose, which I think is a very big loss for them because he can play guard and tackle. So Darius Smith wasn't a surprise, obviously. They redid Preston Smith's contract. Yep. So the Packers are going to rely on the draft, which is what they usually do. Um, and for the most part, they do draft pretty well. They've got to get some other contracts done as well. But um, Devontae, Devontae Adams is too good of a player to be left hanging out there on a one-year deal. A one-year deal for him is – for lack of a better word, almost insulting. Okay. I agree. We're talking about I agree. a flash in the pan player. Right. Okay. We're talking about a guy who has been battle tested and is a big reason that the quarterback he plays with has won the last two MVP awards. Totally agree. Totally agree. 100% right on it. Right on it. Look again, I think he's maybe the best wide receiver in the league. You want to go Hopkins Cup, it doesn't matter. He's still up there and deserves the money. And yeah, he shouldn't be a one-year guy. So I totally yeah. agree with you. And if they don't get him, if he if he sits out or goes to, I don't know what's going to, but 
that would be a disaster for Green Bay. We know that right off the bat. So, well, because yes. they're still an offensively driven team. As much exactly. as they've tried to improve the defense the last couple of years, you know, and and I know what their rankings were this year, and I know they didn't give up an offensive touchdown to San Francisco and so on. But when push came to shove in that fourth quarter, the Niners were more physical than the Packers. Okay, absolutely. There's a finesse. There's a finesse feel to Green Bay. Okay, they don't overpower you, and you know, again, you look at their rankings and they're middle of the pack in terms of the run. And if you can't stop the run consistently, you're eventually going to be in trouble. I, you know, I've seen Dalvin Cook light them, light them up many times and so on. So, uh, and they brought a new defensive coach, Joe Barry, and, and so on. So, yep. you know, they have the pass rush, they get the takeaways. But if you're not getting the takeaways, you've got to learn how to stop people. And there's, I think there's too many teams in this league that rely on turnovers. And turnovers are, you know, it's a bounce of the ball a lot of times. There's a skill to it, but, you know, I, I, I have to re- I have to go back and look. The last time any NFL team led the league in takeaways two years in a row. <laughs> yeah, you're right, because, you, like you said, it is a bounce of the ball type of thing. Yes. I mean, you can have as much skill over there, but really, I mean, Darius Leonard could punch it out, but, yeah, it could fall right into the opposing team's hands again. So that makes there a hell of a lot of sense. There was a year a couple of years ago, Jason, that, Russell Wilson fumbled 13 times. Okay. Guess how many he lost? What, one maybe? None. None, really. <laughs> wow. How about, that's like a knowledge with Nikki trivia question right there. That was pretty good. None. <laughs> really. I, like <laughs> I, spe- I specialize in stats that, that have the name Russell in it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Russell. You did an unbelievable job. I thank you. I really, we can't thank you enough for coming on and dropping this knowledge with us here. Free agency is crazy. And I know you're in the middle of all of it writing. You got millions of different places to be, but thank you for spending time with us, Russell. Really appreciate it. And can you tell us where you're going to be next? What you'd be looking out for? Well, I'm, I'm probably going to go to bed in an hour. notifications. Well, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm pretty active on Twitter. So I'll be on Twitter a lot. And like I've been doing this, I've had a blast for the last hour. Jason, I hope you get your laundry done. I see you got your jersey hanging up in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's drying or something like that. I'm never I'm um, never washing that. That stays clean. I won't even yeah. wear the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, fan side at NFL spin zone, full press coverage is where pro football guru is. Now, Backs Football Guru on Twitter. I have to get Julie in here, PFG Vibe. And uh, Jules, what is her name? she got a new handle now. Jules in the Blue, I think it, it is. I, I, I'm, I'm failing my partner here right now. And she has been really busy on Twitter. I tell you, she, she's increased her followers a couple hundred in the last couple of days and so on. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And she's... Uh, she writes with me. We collaborate on, uh, on a bunch of stuff. Um, and sh- she's a cold season ticket holder. So she's at the game. She does a lot of stuff. Uh, very good at her craft. She's a great follow and so on. So, but, you know, of course you can't follow her if her partner can't remember what the hell her handle is. But, I mean, <laughs> and stuff. but it, if you go on my page, you'll find she just recently updated her handle. Okay. So, Okay. It's not rolling off my tongue right now. I think but. I am following her, but if not, I'll make sure I am, and I'll make sure the rest yeah. of us are, without a doubt. Yeah, she's without great. She's dynamite. So, and you know me. I follow everybody back, too. You know. Yes, a, you do. Yeah, you're good like that. Well, because are. I think it's to, – Twitter, to me, is, is is a continuous conversation. I mean, there's stuff out there that's a little nutty and so on, but, mm-hmm. you know, how, how goofy can you be in 280 characters? 
So, <laughs> <laughs> right? Just go do your best and see what you get. Come throwing back at you. Oh, my That's goodness. Right. That's mm -hmm. it. Russell, again, Russell Baxter, the guru, the football guru here with us. Thank you so, so much. Go get that nap in there, that rest, and then whole free agency Twitter. Guys, make sure you check out Russell Baxter on Twitter. That's where you get a lot of the information like that. Russell, thank you again so much. We really thank appreciate you. it. Thank You're you so welcome. Uh, Nikki, uh, I'm coming back on the show on midnight, September 3rd. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, party. Everybody join us. That's right. Go. It'll be a birthday celebration, no doubt. Yeah, and it could be the last appearance we all make on video. So. <laughs> Next one will be from outer space. We'll see how things go. All right. You guys take care. All right. You all too, right, Mr. Russell Thank Baxter. You. Thank You're you. Welcome. All right. The great Russell Baxter in the house with us on the third and three podcast, breaking it down. It's stats. You heard him. The man has stats. All right. <laughs> he yeah, can he, he knows stuff and it's not like he's got him in front of him. I mean, it's like off the top of his head. It's it's really amazing. So I'm really glad we got him in there. We had a lot to talk about with him. We probably could have gone for another. I don't know, 12 hours, given all this free agency <laughs> stuff. But, I mean, hey, it is what it is. And he made a lot of good points, guys. Um, Chargers, uh, you know, getting Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson, that whole division. Nikki talking about, you know, Russell Wilson going to Denver. And they got my guy, D.J. Jones, which is killing me because he's such an unsung hero on our team. Um, then, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, we'll see what they do. The Raiders are kind of messing around a little bit. I'm not sure. But guess who's back? Back again. Brady's back. Tell your friends. Okay. So he didn't retire. He never did. His dad's all pissed off, whatever's going on. So apparently he's going to play for the Bucks. But D, I keep hearing things like he may not play for Tampa Bay, which is strange because I think he's still under contract for $25 million. But there, there are weird things going on. I'm hearing things that he may not actually be the quarterback for the Bucks, but all signs pointing toward that now. And that's why they get back. You know, Ryan Jensen and, uh, you know, Godwin was tagged earlier, but Carlton Davis signed and they got Shaq Mason to play guard. So it all seems like, you know, that's the reason why, you know, they're bringing Brady back, you know, try to get as much of the band back together as you want. And they got a slot receiver today. I got to figure out who it is. I forgot. I well, thought they should have got Jarvis. Russell Gage. Thank you. Yes. Right. I thought they should have got Jarvis Landry, but that's another story. So Tom Brady should be in Tampa, I, th I think. Right. Yeah, everything points to him being in Tampa. He even said, I'm coming back to play in Tampa. Uh, so everything should go that way, I see. But anytime there's you know, smoke like this where people are saying that maybe he wants to play at home, I don't know if you would welcome him to the 49ers. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on in. Let Trey Lance just sit one more year. Come on in, Tom. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you my number 12. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we can't we can't get rid of him. Uh, we cannot get rid of this man. He will he will not go away. Nope. Uh, I've seen a lot of jokes about he spent some time with his kids. I was like, no, I cannot do this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go ahead and go back to work. It's because normally this will happen in like June when training camp is getting ready to come around and you start smelling the grass again. And it's like, okay, I'm ready yeah. to play. But for it to yeah. happen in March, we're not even close to getting back to playing football again. It makes you wonder, like, what happened where he realized, okay, I'm not done. Like, this, <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely need to go back on this football field. So, uh, but you know, Tom Brady is somebody who's a legend. So you, and he's still playing well. So it's not like he was, you know, yeah. playing bad. Like, it wasn't like he was Big Ben. Like he wasn't, no. you know, playing horrible last year. So now, when you lead sure. the league in touchdowns and 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 uh, and yards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's still playing well. 
So I welcome him back as a Saints fan. We beat him four out of five times. So I welcome the challenge challenge again. All right. Well, there you go. Nikki, I know you must be thrilled because it gives you, again, Tom Brady to root for for at least another year. And maybe he'll get his farewell tour like I was talking about finally. I'm not mad at it. I don't I don't mind looking at him for another year. I think we all know that at this point. Um, yeah, D, you put it in the chat, and I was like, no way. He's coming back. Did you guys see the joke that the MLB lockout lasted longer than oh my gosh, yeah. Brady's retirement? So, yeah. Hey, I mean, bring it on. I, mean, he, he, he I said he'll play till he's 45, so I still have that prediction right. That's what, that, there you go. And in August, he turns 45. So as long as he takes at least one snap, you will be correct on that one. But yeah, I think, uh, I mean, wow. So Aaron Rodgers, that probably pissed him the hell off. Not only Devontae Adams not signed yet, but now Brady's back right up in your grill. So now you got to deal with that freaking thing over there. Um, we went over LA. We went over Mitch Trubisky. Amari Cooper to the Browns. Nikki, big deal, not a big deal. No matter who's the quarterback, what do you think? I, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Cowboys. I forgot what the hell they don't. Doing? But they don't. Well, you know what? I'll save it before we get to their their draft pick, their draft needs. But um, okay. if you don't have another one, I don't. You know what's Mari Cooper going to do? So fair enough. We talked about Damian him being an inconsistent player, but um, gosh, if Deshaun Watson gets over there, he will have a number one guy and maybe somebody who wants to play all the time for him. But yeah, they still need more. But I don't know. What do you think? Big deal to you, Cooper? Uh, it's a it's a good move. I think Cooper still has a lot left in the tank. Uh, right. There's reports that him and Dak weren't getting along. Maybe that's why the production went down a little bit last year. Okay. So if he's able to get back to being a thousand yard guy, he is a true number one receiver. So you do need those guys. So I think it's a good move by Cleveland, but it doesn't move the needle in that division. If Baltimore is healthy, you know, if Cincinnati is still there, they're still third behind those teams. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you on that one. I definitely agree. All right. Um, yeah, the, wow, the Jets have been making a lot of moves. I know that they're not going to be there for a little while, but C.J. Ozama, they got Jordan Whitehead from the Bucs. Um, my man, Lakin Tomlinson, goes over there. Uh, the Jets are – that division, the AFC East, guys, I think is going to be one of the best ones in, in two years from now. When you look at what the Jets could possibly be doing and if Zach Wilson turns out to be what he is, Miami keeps adding players. We know the Bills, the Patriots. That could be a pretty good division, Nikki, for a while. Yeah, Um I don't really care what the Jets are doing either. (laughs) (laughs) Anything but the Giants right now. That's all. So, all right. It's not even that. It's just like the Jets have so many needs and they have so far to go and and just has such a long road ahead of them that it's like, good. You should be. We said this. You're going to do it. You have the money. This is the year to do it. So, they should be doing this. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Where they win two games last year? Maybe they win like. Five. I, I just can't get thrilled about the Jets. I also have to hear it all the time living here. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, I do like the fact that that the teams who have money are spending it, like Miami, the Jets, the Jaguars, the Bengals, you know, who shirt up their offensive line. We kept talking about that, D, right? So who'd they go out and get? They got Alex Kappa from Tampa Bay again and uh, yeah. Ted Karras. So they're doing things also to help uh, their weaknesses. Yeah, nah, you got to love that, you know, you go to the Super Bowl and they're not, you know, resting on their laurels. They're saying, right. okay, we know we have to improve here if we want to get back. And we talked about it, you know, previously, that AFC is so stacked right now. You can't rest on your laurels. You can't nope. just say, oh, we made the Super Bowl, so we'll be back. We have Joe Burrow. We have these skill possession guys. We'll be back. No, you got to improve. So Cincinnati fans should be happy about that. 
Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And Jesse Bates, they signed him back. Another great thing. And like I said, the Dolphins trying to spend money. They got Cedric Wilson, who was really good wide receiver from the Cowboys last year. Maybe he didn't get as much attention because of CD and Amari, so I can understand that. But Chase Edmonds and Teddy B to back up Tua. Um, so, again, there's going to be a lot more stuff going down. I'm trying to watch the TV as we're actually doing this to see if Deshaun Watson is going to get traded at some point before the show is over. <laughs> but uh, we'll see what happens. Um, guys, March Madness uh, starts tomorrow, right? And the brackets are up. We have a lot of people who joined over at third and three. So we're ready to go. Um, did you guys pick Did you guys pick out your um, uh, your bracket yet? Did you complete it? No. I did. I completed, I completed mine. I'm going with yours. LSU to win the title. Really? And- yeah, so I'm aren't they like with, a six seed or something? I'm gonna yeah, listen to you guys. He's okay, he's such a homer. My bracket. I, I'm definitely a homer. I'm going to win this, okay? Oh, <laughs> you it because you run the podcast league and you can't, and you ran the actual live podcast. Like, not only does he run the league, he actually ran our live broadcast for the draft. So, yeah. I hope you win because you deserve it. That was really hard to do and incredibly <laughs> distracting, I'm sure. So I, I, I appreciate that. Track. <laughs> no, I'm going to win because I'm a winner. Do I know anything about college basketball? Absolutely <laughs> not. But I'm still going to win this. <laughs> I, got, I got my system that I do. I'm normally very good at these brackets. I got a system. I can't let you guys in on the secret, though. After no, I win, I'll let you guys in on the secret of my, what my system is that I use. All right. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it after you lose, and and I win the whole thing. His wife probably, his your wife probably picks it, and that's why you do. Yeah, they. You see, the less you know, the more you know. Honestly, the better it is. That's real. I mean, I I don't know anything about college basketball. All I know are the team names, and I don't even get half the nicknames right. But I got Auburn going. That's who I picked. You know, I'm going to be looking over the bracketology and the pools over here who everybody else got. But Auburn is a two seed and. From what I saw, it looked like their road was actually fairly decent. So Gonzaga's the number one. I got them. I'm just going to give you my final four real quick. Gonzaga's the number one. Baylor's the number one. Then I got Tennessee's a three and Auburn is a two and Auburn coming out of the whole thing. So, you know, I went a few upsets here and there and everybody go check it out. Um, Just go to third and three podcast.com. Click on let's do this. If you still have time. Get in there and get your team in. So there's still time. The prize will be given out to the winner. So I guess I'll be giving the prize to myself. And, you know, that'll save me <laughs> <my> shipping. <laughs> that'll what save my little bit of shipping. <laughs> but, oh, all right. The winner is getting a gift card. It's not for Publix. It's not for Target. All right. It's a gift card for anything. So you can go wherever the hell you want to go. And we'll tell you how much it is in a little bit. All right. We don't need to tell everybody on air right now. But you'll be getting some skadosh from us. All right. So. You know, you win, take that gift card, but send us a thank you card in the mail after that. We'd appreciate it. That'd be nice. All right. We'll see who Nikki gets with uh, in her March Madness bracket over there. She's going to figure it out. It gets a little tricky, just like this segment gets a little tricky. Let's see. Come on. I think it's very vital. Do chair dance. It's time. Here we go. I love it. Chair Dance City! Right. <laughs> D, the man, the chair dancing king of North and South America. I don't care where you go as long as you're in North and South America. It is knowledge with Nikki time. Tricky Nikki Gist in the house, ready to break it down. 
and ready to beat us up. I think I got my first victory in a long time last week. I'll see if I can hold on again. But, uh, Nikki, we're as ready as we could possibly be. What is the subject this week as I queue up Alex Trebek's Jeopardy music? Well, before we get on to the subject, just a reminder, that Knowledge with Nikki is brought to you by Reebok. So, guys, this week we have for you uh, friends and family. It's 40% off of your purchase and 50% off sale. You can get that exclusively on our website. So head over to third and three podcast.com and then go to the Reebok friends and family deal and get a bunch of gear. I, I plan to. That's, really yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Sneakers get dirty sometimes. You know what? Got to get a new pur. I said, get me two <laughs> purrs. Yep. I can do some Nelly Nell in the house. All right. <laughs> Knowledge with Nikki presented by Reebok. What do we got? Come on. Come on, guys. It's St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. Oh, oh sh- yeah. I should have known. I should have known. I should have guessed. All right. St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day to you. Let's get it on, Lassie. Which one goes first today? <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. You don't know? Okay, then uh, you went we, we're, we're so bad at this. We can't remember anything that happened from the week before. Oh, my yeah, God. I think I, go, so I think I go first this week. Do you? Great. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, right. Let's do uh, it. Okay. All right, geez. Okay. Right, Steal some one. action over here. In what... Wait, hold on. Yes, no, I'm right. Sorry. In what year did the color green officially become associated with St. Patrick's Day? 1955. No. Yeah, I'm going way earlier than that. Um, I'm just trying to think when the hell St. Patty's Day started. I'm going to go... It's got to be something like in the 16th or 17th century. I'll go like 1725. Um, I'll give it to you. 1798. You at least got. 1798? No, I don't deserve that, Nikki. I don't deserve that. that what was did you at least got like in the. You got the century. You got that part right. Half a point. You got the century. Half a, I'll take a half, half a point. point. All right. I deserve that. I'll take a half. All right. Thank okay. you. <laughs> okay, D. Uh, number two, how many hours does the New York City St. Patrick's Day Parade take? I'm going to say, I shouldn't I'm trying to think of my history with parades being from New Orleans, but I'm pretty sure it's a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. <laughs> so I'm going to say three hours. Jay? I'm going to go for... Is there any significance of St. Patty's Day? I'm going to say something really stupid right now. 17 hours. No, D, I'll give you five hours. All right. <laughs> I was going to say six, but I was thinking like maybe it's tricky Nikki 17, some weird crap like that. Oh, well. Like it's an all-day parade. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number three. According to Hallmark, how many Americans exchange St. Patrick's Day cards each year. Oh wow! It's uh, math again. Now they cards. Man. Uh, by the way, I don't think I've ever received a St. Patrick's Day card. Like I, no, why? That a thing? <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. But I don't think any of us are Irish either. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm half, half. Oh, you have Irish? Okay. Okay, there you go. 
Um, so I'm gonna go with two million. No, Jay. <laughs> Trying to think, like, how many people like? Uh, is it in the, the say around the world or just the United States? No, just Americans. And I'll go like thirty million. Twelve million. Twelve million. Ah. Oh, okay. hmm. Still, I've never even, I've never even seen a St. Patrick's Day no, I've I never know. got one. Like, I don't think I have. <laughs> that's a I lot. Have to, literally just get drunk and drink beer and drink green. Yeah, beer. right. That's it. <laughs> Good green beer. Oh my goodness. All right. Oh, well, speaking of beer, question number four. How about how, that? Look what I did. <laughs> how many pints of Guinness? will be consumed worldwide on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, wow. It's more math I have to do. <laughs> you said worldwide? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to think if outside of the United States and Ireland, St. Patrick's Day, like, huge everywhere else. Because um, I feel like we just jacked it and made, <laughs> made it our own. made it something, <laughs> made it something made it our own thing. Um, I'm gonna go with. You said gallons or pints. Pints. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna say fifty million pints. Okay. Fifty million. Yeah. That's what is I you, said. Oh, I'm sorry, Nikki. Did, did, did you answer? Is he right? No. Okay, because I was gonna go way lower than that. Um. <laughs> I'm serious. I have to like carry the one right now. Give me one second. I'm not oh even joking. Oh my god! What are we doing? This is like a math question. Yeah. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just throw out a number. Fifteen million. Yes. Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> oh, I'll give you the point. See, I, come on, like. <laughs> Jay, show I was doing the math. I thought I had it on the head. I was like, holy shit! All right, okay. <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, you got close. No, that's a really good guess right there. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Jay, question one for you. Oh, my turn. Okay. How many cities in the United States are named Dublin? It's a great, I like that question. I'll never get it right, but that's a fantastic question. How many okay. cities are named Dublin? I'll say, all right, all right. How many cities are named Dublin? I'll go with 130. Me? Uh, you said in the United States? Yeah. Yep. United I'm States. Gonna, I'm going to go with 10. I'll give it to you. Nine. Whoa! Oh, nice! <laughs> well done, sir. Okay. Yeah. I'm shocked. I thought it would be a hell of a lot more than that. Very good. Shoot, Thanks, I wasn't. What are we? Two and a half to two. Uh, yeah, he's up two to one and a half. I guess. Oh, yeah. Two to one and a half. Okay. All right. Question number three: What is the average number of drinks consumed per person on St. Patrick's Day? Okay, so people average number of drinks consumed per person per person on St. Patrick's Day. How many drinks per person? Um, nine. Eight. I'm going to say four. 
4.2. Wow. Nice job, bro. Yeah, I was thinking Very about good. how much I drink, and I was like, I definitely drink more than the average person. Let me go down two or three. <laughs> hey, how many how many drinks do you have on average? Like, how much can you drink? Well, okay. back back in my drinking days, mm. like St. Patrick's Day, when I was in the Navy, oh, we go take them back. <laughs> it was like, oh. good. <laughs> like eight eight to ten beers at least. Yeah, <laughs> at See? least. Yeah, I just got oh, D's yes. number right. I got D. I said nine, eight, eight to ten. I got <laughs> that's good. Yeah, you got D's number right. You got the military average for sure. There we, <laughs> there we go. Maybe that's what I was thinking. All right, number three, Jay. How many pounds? of green vegetable dye are now used to turn the Chicago River green. Wow. How many pounds of green dye are now used to turn the Chicago River green? Why do you always use math questions? Um, It's going to start right now. Stuff again. Get your graphing calculator. I mean, what are we doing? Like, I, it's sorry, I man, I don't know. I do a lot of mad stuff, so I'm gonna go with fill the sh- forty pounds. D. I'm going to say two hundred. No, Jay, I'll give it to you sixty pounds. Oh. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving the game along today. All right, you ready for? It all comes down to this one. It all comes down to this one. And this is the craziest one yet. Get your pen and paper because it is math. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) If I heard this, I would be like, F off. Like, okay, but here we go. (laughs) What is the current market value of a leprechaun's pot of gold? (laughs) This is a real question? It is real. And so the pot of gold would have 1,000 one ounce gold coins. Could you just say the question one more time? I know I'm not going to get it right, but I might as well just try. I'm not going to write anything down, I promise. I won't even do math. I'll just spit something out. Okay, what is the current market value of a leprechaun's pot of gold, which contains 1,000 ounce gold coins? That may or may not be re- relevant to you. You could just toss a number out. <laughs> the market value. I, I, I mean, this is, I Jesus Christ, $5 million. I have no idea. D? I'm going to go with 500000 I think those gold coins are a little flaky. <laughs> the closest without going over, $1 million. Oh, okay. Point. All right. All right, knowledge with Nikki, as tricky as freaking ever. She's making us use calculators now, for God's sake. Oh, my God. What is there left to do in this world? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I, I wrote that question in. I'm like, I would tell myself to <laughs> off. Like, <laughs> you, you know what? I got to say something. For as hard as those questions were, Damien, you got three right, and I got two and a half right? That's actually Wow. Not guys, wait a minute. See, is this, this, I, this has got to be the best week we've had. By far. Because See, we knew shit. Right. That's why. Because we knew nothing. That's the reason. Well, you oh, my goodness. don't really know anything. I usually get zero. And, you know, it's usually like one and a half to zero or something like that. Or <laughs> who the hell knows? I don't know. But Knowledge with Nikki brought to you by Reebok. There it is. St. Patty's Day. 
Should have seen it coming. Should have studied. But what are you going to do? All do right. Ever study? Like, do you ever like? No. Go, oh, this shit is obscure. This might be on knowledge with Nikki one day. Let me just take a look. You're too tricky. And this was easy. I should have thought of this, but yeah. no. Today's the 16th, right? I, yeah, I didn't even <laughs> think St. Patrick's Day didn't even come to my mind for some reason this this week. I don't know why. If yeah, I thought of it, I looked yesterday. If I thought of it, I would have studied and pretend like I like I didn't. I would have done. That shit. <laughs> no clue. But anyway, let's bust down the AFC North needs real quick before we hit up Mount Player Player. Uh, let me see over here. Okay, we're doing okay on time. We're fine. All right, AFC North needs. Let's start with the team who went to the Super Bowl last year but did not win it. The reason why they didn't win it, maybe because of that offensive line, like we just talked about, they shirt up a few things already. So. Nikki, I, offensive line before they made these moves, and I was kind of going over this the other day, that was number one for me. Then linebacker. Then still, I think they need help at cornerback, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they have a lot of firepower on offense. They're addressing the offensive line now. So wh- what else do you see out of them that can help them not just get to the Super Bowl, but maybe win the whole damn thing this year? But, I mean – I, it is their offensive line. Like they really, <laughs> they really need to address that. Um, I agree. I agree. You know, they have what thirty first picks, so they could probably grab a center right at thirty one. I think, which they do need. They need a right tackle. I mean, so they, you know, they just they don't have a ton of pieces that they have to fill in. But you know, they, uh, enough that yeah, that made you lose a Super Bowl. So. Yeah, that's the thing. It's seven sacks in the Super Bowl, Damien. You know, so like we talked about it, um, you know, Ted Karras and Alex Happ are now joining uh, the crew over there. Um, but I would still, you know, look to definitely offensive line. You can never go wrong with defensive line either. But where are you at? Yeah, no, they've addressed offensive line, but they still can do more there. But also secondary. I think that you can do a little bit in the secondary. You don't want it to be you don't want to be depending on Eli Apple. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say cornerback. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. So cornerback, offensive line would be the places I would address most. All right. All right. No doubt. No doubt. Okay. I wanted to get to something to look something up, but I'll do it after. I wanted to get the draft order up, but no big deal right now. How about the Steelers who made the playoffs last year up, you know, to many of our surprise um, with the tie. So ties do count. And moving forward, quarterback was definitely number one on my list D for them, but now they got Trubisky, so they're not going to go get a quarterback, or at least I don't think in the draft, unless it's in maybe in the later rounds, possibly not in the first round. Um, other than that, they have been addressing their offensive line, like Russell was talking with us before. Still got to address that and cornerback. So those are my top three. Or but again, take cornerback out of it now for a minute, but keep going O line and, uh, and and secondary for me. You know, Minka Fitzpatrick can't do everything back there. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, they. I would go secondary. You said linebacker. I think, yeah. Because uh, as far as there, we talked about it, Russell earlier, that run defense was atrocious last year. So I think linebacker help would be major for them. No doubt. I totally agree right there. Yep. Linebacker makes, and that's like linebacker you, you know, and uh, well, that's, you know, we talk about college linebacker, but yeah, the Steelers, they were all about their linebackers and, you know, they had to get rid of Bud Dupree. They kept Devin Bush. Um, yeah, you need people behind T.J. Watt, Nikki. What do you think? Yeah, I still think they need to address the quarterback situation. So, I mean, probably won't be this year. But if I feel like if they like somebody even a little bit, do it. Because it's not going to be Mitch Trubisky. And, like, wait, you're just delaying the inevitable, right? It's like you're just – it's probably somebody they like in 2023, and they're just 
you know, going to see what happens this year. And that's the thing, though. You can't wait and depend on what if we get this guy in 2023. You know, you have no idea what's going to happen between then and now and who's going to be going after. I'm pretty sure everybody's going to be going after the quarterback from Alabama, Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. So everybody, yeah, right, everybody's right. going to want him. So you can't depend on if we get that guy. So if there's somebody this year they like at the 20th pick, they have pick number 20 in the first round, they can get somebody there who, you know, one of those, you know, it's a weak quarterback draft. But if you get somebody there who you think can be a developmental guy, go ahead and get him. Now, the one I'm looking at, right, I'm looking at a CBS mock draft, Nikki, and it says that um, I don't know if this came out before they got Trubisky the other day, but that they were going to get Sam Howell possibly, but I don't think they'll do that now. Mm, I don't know. Depends on if they really think Trubisky's the guy. Trubisky is still young, so if they do they do believe in him. He can be that guy in the future, but do you truly believe in Trubisky enough to not address it? Because then you take yeah. a big risk. Yeah, and it's not like they're spending a lot of money on him. I mean, it's two years, $14 million deal, Nikki. So, yeah, yeah the Steelers, Um, yeah, you, what do you think? And O-line still for, for the Steelers, Nikki, or what do, you, what do you think? Yeah, no, but I just – I'm stuck on quarter. I should have addressed still, this two years you're, ago. Okay, so, yeah. so, all right, so if they don't get one this year, though. Um, Stupid. All right. <laughs> maybe Malik Willis. Well, like maybe said. I mean, so you're just going to gamble on 2023 and hope it works out for you. I mean, I, I, I no, don't know. I, I think they're going to. Uh, I think they're going to regret not addressing this probably two years ago when we all said. <laughs> well, yeah, they already do regret. Something. Yeah, they yeah. already regret it. There's no doubt. But on the other hand, what you're saying is like, okay, you don't want to wait till 2023, and I understand that. But if you're not. You just don't take somebody just because he's available. No, so if but they, if you like them in this draft. If, if they do like somebody in this draft, then they should – if they really like somebody in this draft, they should go after him no matter the fact that Trubisky is there. That's fine. Yeah. I totally agree with that. If they don't, don't. You know, find you – know, other quarterback. look, we see things – did anybody think last year at this time that Russell Wilson was going to be in Denver? No. So shit happens. You know, things are – players get moved all over the place. You know, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We don't know. But uh, the Ravens, wow. Okay, so, yeah, one of the few things I got right last year was them not making the playoffs. I'm pretty sure they will this year, though. Um, they've made a few moves already. Um, I still think they need help in the secondary. You know, they just got rid of uh, Justin Reed. Um, they can use wide receiver help. Nikki, obviously, offensive line, defensive line. They can use help in a lot of places, but, you know, as your husband will not allow you to forget, obviously, they were just banged up completely last year. So I expect them to come back in a big way, but – What's going to help them out more than anything, Nick? You know, they need to address their right tackle uh, position as well. Um, you know, when that team's like full back healthy, I- I'd like to see what they really can do. They just had, man, they had a rough go right from the start, right? Just losing everybody yeah. like before mm-hmm. even the season started. So, um, but yeah, I think, you know, address that right tackle. And I really think they need to get some youth and depth in that secondary, which they're working on. So, uh, those would be my top two. Yeah, D, I wanted to find another note if the Ravens have, you know, if they could possibly get money to get, you know, because they're going to lose Calais Campbell, maybe get Jadavian Clowney or Melvin Ingram or something like that. That's, you know, through free agency, maybe even Jerry Hughes or Justin Houston goes back there. But I don't know. What what are your biggest needs for, uh, for the Ravens right now? Uh, secondary and wide receiver. So I'll go skill positions on, on both sides. Uh, I agree. Defensive line, they can use. Glaze Campbell's getting older, so they might just let him go. Um, you know, he's my favorite name in the NFL, but he's getting up there yeah. at 34, I believe. Uh, so it's 
I think they're going to go secondary. They've already addressed it with Marcus Williams and safety. He's a really good safety. Like Russell was saying earlier, he's known for the Minnesota Miracle, unfortunately, but he's a, he's a really good safety. Uh, yes. And he that the price they paid for him, I think, wasn't too much. A lot of people were kind of – their eyebrows went up when they saw the number, but he's a good safety who they, they're going to have in his prime. So I think that was a really good pickup for them. Uh, so I think they still need secondary help, though, because – even with Humphreys and Williams, you still need other help there. But wide receiver, get a true number one. They've still been waiting for that for some years now. Mark Andrews is amazing. But Hollywood Brown improved over last year, especially as far as his hands. He wasn't dropping as much. But I don't think he's number one. He's more of a slot guy, quick, fast. They need a true X receiver, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something they need to address. I'm with you. Yeah, it does help to have a tight end who puts up numbers like a wide receiver. But, yeah, we're talking about this secondary. And uh, Derek uh, Stingley Jr. is the, um, a lot of, uh, is the player a lot of uh, experts, quote-unquote, have him going to. He's a cornerback out of um, LSU. LSU. Yeah, there you go. So um, I think that'd be a great spot. I think that'd be a perfect draft pick, actually. I like that a lot. Um, and the last team in the AFC North would be those Browns. My goodness. All right. So look, you guys know I, I – I've already said this, you know, a few times already. I think Deshaun Watson would be perfect there. To me, that's their number one thing because Baker Mayfield is just not going to get the job done. So they need a quarterback, and maybe they like one in this year's draft, and who cares about Baker Mayfield's freaking feelings? I could give two shits. I mean, you want the best guy out there, so it is what it is. And if Baker is going to play on Cleveland this year and it doesn't work out with Watson, man up. And then go get your next contract. You know, don't be like a little bitch and play. And I, I don't think he will. He's a gamer. You know, he goes out there and he's yeah. tough. But um, I do think that they need a new quarterback. But also, now that they're losing Jadavian Clowney, you want to try to address the defensive line. Um, they could definitely use it without a doubt another wide receiver, Damian. So um, I'm looking more offense than anything. They have a very good offensive line. That's one thing that they can hang their hat on. Yeah, they definitely have a good old line. Uh, you mentioned defensive line. They could use help there, but I definitely would go wide receiver. Cooper, you know, if you want Cooper to be successful, you need somebody else on the other side. So he's no not question. getting doubled the whole time. No so doubt. I think wide receiver is where they should go. And actually, Nikki, they're looking at that. This guy, US, uh, this guy Drake London at a USC. I've actually heard good things about it. He's 6'4". He's, he's like 220 pounds. Um, no. That might be a really good pick for them at number 13. What do you think? Yeah, no, they should do that. They need an opposite, you know, uh, for Amari Cooper, I would do that. Or, you know, I also put down that they do need some depth at the safety position. So. Okay. Yeah. That, that's definitely fair. Yeah. Uh, look, especially again, in this league, you can never run out of enough good corners or safeties and edge rushers and yeah. things like that. Just pile them up, man. And again, we have to remember, it's like, Oh no, we're set at defensive line. We got these four players. Yeah. But you think all four players are going to play every fucking down the entire season. No, you got to have depth, you know, just yeah. have depth. You know, when a TJ Watt goes out for four or five weeks straight, that screws up your defense big time. You got to make sure you got players back there, man. So yeah, go, you got to go for depth. I, I, if you have a great offensive line, Get more guys. Make sure yeah. your quarterbacks are protected. Who cares? You know, so shoot, I'm with you. All right. I mean, that was quick AFC North needs. Uh, next week, we're going to do AFC South needs. So that's going to take like an hour and a half. We'll try to cut it down. <laughs> <laughs> try to get that one down just a little bit over there. But um, yeah, so that's AFC North needs for now. But we got to do some Mount Player Player brought to you by Beard Drop D. Yes. So you've already heard about, you know, you got your meat. You got your comfortable clothes and shoes at Reebok. What's better than sitting in your comfortable sweatsuit from Reebok, eating a steak? You also need your nice cold beer, and you don't have to go get it. So if you go to 33podcast.com, scroll down a little bit, 
hit the bear drop link. It will get you directly to the page where you get a nice price on beer delivered to you each and every month. They deliver, it could be 10 or more beers per month that they deliver to you. And it's all around the country. It could be anything from IPA, if that's your thing. If you like, you know, beer like that, not my thing, but if you like IPAs, you can go ahead and do that. Wheat beers, you got everything you want there from Beer Drop. So go ahead and go to 33podcast.com, hit the Beer Drop link, and get that set up to you monthly. Don't have to go and get it. So you have your meat delivered to you and the Reebok delivered to you and the beer. You don't have to leave the house. better than that? (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. Well done, D. Well done, man. Way to to wrap all three of them up. (laughs) Way to wrap all three of them up. Third and three. You get three, and that's how we finish it, with three. D, before you uh, take us through this whole thing, let me ask you guys both really quickly, because two players pulled a Bill Belichick like he did on the Jets back in the day. J.D. McKissick was ready to sign with Buffalo, and he's like, ah, I'm going back to Washington. And Randy Gregory had a deal signed with Dallas, and Nikki, you must be thrilled about this. And he's like, you know what? Screw you. I'm going to freaking Denver to go join D.J. Jones and Russell Wilson and the rest of the crew. Nikki, your your first thoughts about that. Two players pulling Bill Belichickian moves in one day on teams. I, I found that really strange. That usually doesn't happen. No, so I feel like that tells you a lot, right? Like, kind of tells you, like all you need to know. I mean, I'm a action speak louder than words type of person. And sometimes mm-hmm. you don't need to say shit. You, it's just your actions. And like, you can infer all you need to. And it's kind of, it's kind of funny. <laughs> it really is. To me, even more, the, the Randy Gregory one flips me out because we know how bad they wanted to keep him. And he, it's like he had this thing in the bag the whole time. It's like, yeah, I'm going to get you motherfuckers. But <laughs> these, these, I mean, for for Dallas stood behind him through thick and thin and a lot of thin, you know, like yeah. they really did stick behind him and, and he, he did him dirty. Yeah, it makes you wonder. I know they were saying some things about the wording in the contract. And, you know, that's why in certain terms that they use with they say it's their standard contract terms that he didn't like and things like that. But it's also why is it being reported when it's not official official yet? That's a that's a big thing. Like, why is it being reported that this signing has been done when no one has signed anything yet? (laughs) And so I think that's something that needs to be addressed. Like, it's such a rush to be first. I'm so glad I'm not one of those guys who is an insider or someone Mm. who's reporting who wants to be first on things because I just want to sit back, get this stuff right, and then get my opinion on what's you know the the actual news is. Yeah, yeah, try to be first on it. I couldn't handle the stress of that. and so that's that's my biggest takeaway is like who's reporting these things that haven't been done yet (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right well d bring us back to mount player player it's your show bro yeah so this week on mount player player we're taking it back to school (laughs) (laughs) so what was your top four lunch snacks to have during your time at school why was it your top four? Did you want to trade them? Did it just taste good? You know, was it something that filled you up? Why were these your top snacks? So we're going to start with Nikki. What was your number four, your top four lunch snacks? Um, so speaking about like filling you up, right? I was always like, you know, especially, you know, as 
you get into high school, you may not like bring your lunch all the time, probably like buy lunch, but I always had to like run right to practice. So I felt like I needed something to fill me up. So I was super happy. Not that this is the healthiest thing to be filled up on, but if I saw one of those kudos bars or the Quaker chewy chocolate chip oatmeal oh, one yeah. or like the variety pack, like, well, I, I still eat them. So, I mean, I know it's not <laughs> the healthiest granola bar, but in a pinch and you're just like really hungry you know, why not? But I, I was always happy to get like chewy granola bar, especially a kudos bar, which is basically a candy bar. But, you know, you felt sort of healthy with the granola. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's all about the Oh, it's got granola in it. It's all good. No problem. <laughs> <Frizzling> chocolate. <laughs> it was about to say it was filled with chocolate chips, but a little bit of yeah. granola. <laughs> <laughs> Made it feel like granola bar. No, those are really good, especially like you said, practice like I play basketball. So I always felt like I needed something before I went to practice just to make sure I wasn't super hungry during practice because yeah. you had lunch in the middle of the day then practice afterwards. Oh. And I would make that mistake of not eating. Oh, yes. man, I'd be suffering at practice. So oh. that was that was a big time for sure. Oh, no doubt. Oh, we'd be throwing things in our mouth right before yeah. we'd have to go out there. It's like we have three and a half hour practice to go and it's like dinner's mm -hmm. not going to be till about 730 now. Like, no, this is not good. Not yeah, good. you yeah. eat lunch at like 10 because in school, like lunch yeah. is at like 10.30. Right. Like I, I had lunch, like lunch fourth period was like 10.30. Fourth period lunch was the worst. Oh my God, the absolute worst. And then I would be so hungry. And somehow I told you guys, I ended up with gym always was my last period. And then I'd have to go to practice and then I'd have to go to dance. So like, no, that fourth period lunch killed me. Killed yeah, you me. You needed that energy. You had to have that energy. Oh my God. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. One year I was off seventh and eighth period. And my, you know, I had lunch fourth or whatever. So I didn't give a shit. I was out of school like yeah. 115 or something like that. I'm like, let's oh, yeah. well, let's go eat and do other things. Anyway, <laughs> back to what we were talking about. <laughs> so what's, your, what's your number four, Jay? My number four, uh, it's kind of cheesy. You guys remember these um they came in like packages like this, right? I think it might have been Ritz, but it had four tiny little crackers, and on the side that little cup of cheese where you dip oh, and spread. Yeah. I used to love that shit, man. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like the biggest candy, you know, person in the whole world or whatever. But yeah. and again, I, I bought my lunch most of the time. But I'm bringing my back, you know, to elementary school. I'm like eight, nine, ten years old or whatever. I loved those things and anybody who had them i was absolutely seeking out a trade for anything healthy in my lunchbox i traded it immediately give me your junk food and you can have my healthy shit so that'll be it so that was my number four man little cheesy right there but that's what i'm going with cheese and crackers now, cheese and crackers pack. is definitely uh, a, a good stable right there to, to have in your lunchbox especially when you were a kid like elementary oh, yeah. school yeah there was nothing better than having the cheese and especially like the stick the stick yeah man that red stick yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right yeah. So i knew you were young d but i knew you weren't young enough where you wouldn't know what that meant all right so there we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, i remember i remember that for sure uh so for my number four gotta go with fruit by the foot like oh, having oh. <laughs> good call yeah. yeah so i used to love it just first of all it's you know you get this long snack to eat and it has like something that you basically play with the whole time. Like <laughs> as, as a kid, it was something that that added to the factor of it being a good snack as well. And then the different flavors were pretty good. So fruit by the foot was always a staple of my lunch pack in elementary school for sure. So fruit by the foot number four for me. I dig that. I, I didn't even think of that one, but. I, I, me, I'm not like so much of a, a fruit flavor lover, but yeah. I used to play with it more than I would use. <laughs> 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 He's saying it's good. Eat them, 
play with your food. You have to play with your food for a little yeah. while. Let me have a little fun no, before it's gone forever. Nikki's, Nikki's funny because when I say long snack, I was thinking, oh, this is going to sound horrible. But yeah, <laughs> 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 but yeah that was it. <laughs> so what do you have at number three, Nikki? Um, so this is more of a drink, but I was so oh, more of a drink. It is a drink. I would be so excited to get it, though. Um, like a Snapple. Uh, a diet oh, peach snapple, yeah. like a lemon snapple, because we didn't, you know, we didn't have it all the time. Um, but when I would open my lunchbox and I'd see like a snapple sitting there, oh my God, I'd be so excited. Yeah. I just like, I don't know, for some reason, you know, we would just all, we'd have them at the school store and stuff, but um, I think that wasn't until high school. So in middle school, you know, mom, dad go food shopping. But see, my problem is growing up with siblings and you have to share your snacks and your flavors. Oh. <laughs> and you, mom got the variety pack. Then it was like, okay, so you get two of the lemon and then you get two of this and you get two of that. And, oh my gosh. But yeah. So I was always super excited to get a Snapple and that's high trade value, right? That, that it is. That's pretty good. Cause not only that, but you get the Snapple fact under the cap, you oh, know, yeah. so you get like a two for one deal. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I'm with it. I like it. Nah, for sure. Nah, for sure. Hey, what's your number three, Jay? My number three, um, I could have went with like something. You guys know how much I love Hershey bars. So that's like my number one for everything. But I'm leaving it out of this contest altogether. You got Hershey bars for, for lunch in your lunch? You Let me tell you what. I, let me tell you something. <laughs> I knew them, okay. Uh, it, it's all right. I'm going to be 42 in a couple of months. But I knew where them Hershey bars were. And they knew I loved them. <laughs> I went every morning before everybody got up. And I put that shit right on my fucking backpack. As much as I could. As much as I possibly could. So, so Hershey bars were like always there. So that's, wow. how I, I love Hershey bars. They're my, I can eat one right now. No problem. You guys wouldn't even see it. I devour in two seconds. But <laughs> if I did have a big lunch, I would love me some watermelon Jolly Ranchers, man. I freaking oh. love that. Oh. And especially watermelon. I like the apple, but the watermelon's my favorite flavor, man. Like, Oh my God, I can have like 15 of those things in a row. And you know, it's not going to fill you up or anything, but it just tastes so damn good. So with me, the Jolly Rancher, you're talking about the hard Jolly Ranchers, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, I was like, oh, this takes too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. It's been there for a while. That's you need something thing. to chew real quick. Like. Yeah, like I was so impatient. I was like, this is this takes way too long for me to get to my next job. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was good flavor, though, for sure. So yeah, oh, wow. I, I see why the Jolly Rancher was your number. That was number three, right? Yep. So for my number three... So this might be something that's exclusive to the South. I don't know if you guys had this up North. We had candy ladies. So like in your, what is your neighborhood. Candy what? Candy ladies. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, candy oh, ladies. A candy yeah. lady. I've had so, them down here, actually. <laughs> so literally like a lady or it could be a candy man, but somebody in your neighborhood who would have like their garage set up as like a little store. <laughs> and they would have a bunch of stuff in there that you can go and get. So the candy lady literally lived right down the street from me. So in oh, nice. in middle school, it was, I would just, right before the bus came, I would always just go to the candy lady, get some <laughs> stuff, and then go on the bus. So the candy lady sold everything. So I would always get a bag of Doritos with nacho cheese and jalapenos. Oh, like, yep. That's, was, that's Southern style. That's LSU right there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> jalapenos. Oh, I, I used to love that so much. I would get it. Every day. This is in the morning too. Like horrible for my stomach to start the day, but <laughs> <laughs> but I would get it before we got on the bus, and that was always my morning snack. And then like <laughs> my uh, my first period teacher be like, "Why you always gotta use the bathroom?" 
Just a <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's listening. <laughs> That'll be hilarious if she is. Oh man! But yeah. <laughs> so, was this so we can go smoke a cigarette with the guys outside? All right, it was because of the no. food. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't because of, because of the food. But the re- it would be uh, the maybe either like the fire Doritos. I'm trying to remember the exact flavor, but the nacho Doritos with nacho cheese jalapeno. So basically like nachos, but using Dorito chips instead. Would wow. be my, my, my morning snack. My mom would give me five dollars and wonder like why I was always using it. That was for <laughs> what I was using it for. I would get that and a fruit by the foot. <laughs> be, on, be on my way. And no, that would mess me up in the morning, man. I wouldn't be able to. Oh handle my god, that. breakfast of champions, right? There. Yeah, really, right? Wow. Yeah, Wheaties. Jeez, Wheaties. You make those yeah, anymore? Sure. Make Wheaties still? Yeah, they still. I did. Uh, actually, the Wheaties. I uh, went to the grocery store the other day. Man, they have so many different cereals now. I know, yeah, bro. I know. When was the last time you went down the cereal aisle? It is it's absolutely crazy. nuts. <laughs> today, today, and it yeah. didn't stop. They actually had to keep it going outside into the freaking parking lot because <laughs> multi-grain this, multi-grain that, different flavor. Yeah. Now we get out of here. And now they're putting chocolate in every fucking cereal that ever existed. Yeah. Give me a break. Come on. Yeah, it's crazy. I saw the other day that uh, there's a Wendy's Frosty cereal. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, geez. Is that uh, necessary? Everybody, no more choice. Too many choices. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's way too many cereal choices. Like if you mess around, go to like a super Walmart or like one of the stores that have everything. Like mm-hmm. the cereal aisle is bananas. I'm just trying to get to my cinnamon toast crunch and I can't even cool. find it. <laughs> just give me my frosted. I just need my frosted flakes, baby. And I'm yeah. great. That's all I need. <laughs> oh my God. I don't plan this stuff, Nikki. It just happens. Right. Yeah, like, I knew we were going to talk about cereal. I had that in the back of my head the whole time. I know. <laughs> I am starving, so I'm thinking, "Oh yeah, bowl cinnamon toast crunch." Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. For I'm starving. So and let's let make you more hungry, in. Nikki. What's your number two? <laughs> my number two <laughs> is probably still my favorite snack today: goldfish. You know, goldfish. Oh, I love goldfish. Yeah, I like those. I have bags of them in my pantry. Like, like a five year old is like, that's the snack I go towards. But mm-hmm. I would be so excited, like, open my lunch. Like, I was like the turkey sandwich kid. Like, I'm totally fine with turkey sandwich, goldfish, and like grapes. Like, oh man. But I would get that. I would see that little bag, oh, just make my day. But yeah. Sometimes, you know, mom, she'd have to put it. She get the big container. You know, you can get like the giant container of goldfish, and then she have to like ration it out for us. But yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good because the small bag of goldfish is like shit. There was like five of them in yeah. there. You know, it's like and they're gone. But now you see that commercial with that big ass dude. I forget his name. He's like one goldfish, two goldfish, three goldfish. You guys see that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I oh, have more goldfish God. than you, goldfish. <laughs> yeah, and he like stuffs his whole hand. He's yeah, like seven, he's like seven feet tall and he stuffs his whole right, hand. Right, right. So, uh, Boban. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but no, nah, that's the goldfish is a good snack. And then it's also tradable because you don't have to give up all your goldfish. You can give just a few. Yeah, a really good snack right there. And you trade snack days. Uh, yeah. What's your number two, Jay? Well, throw it out. My number two <laughs> is also a food that you can play with, but it, it tastes really good, too. It's just a little thing. But you know what? It made me happy. Polio string cheese, man. Freaking break that bad boy out. Rip that shit apart. I got more left. Let's rip off another one. I smacked my friend in the face with that piece over there. It was fun, man. I used to love that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, you rip off pieces. Weird. Like I just think it's like girls do not peel their polyesterine because you're not fun. Like us, and like hit her with cheese. Like you're not fun. (laughs) I know. I didn't say her. I wouldn't hit a girl with cheese. No, No, I'm saying if it was two girls. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I don't want anybody to think I'm hitting girls with cheese. That sounds way too weird to begin with. All right, no hitting girls with anything. But no, if my buddy was sitting next to me and I ripped one off like a wham right there, right. And to me, that was better than actually eating it. It was just a lot of fun. What manual do boys get when they're born? Because it's got to have every sports fact known to man in the manual. And all the (laughs) shit that you guys do, I think, is so funny. And girls are just like morons. Like, really. Yeah, you guys sitting there writing, like, you're, like, making, like, these, like, scrapbooks and everything. It's like, you're so boring. Get out of here. They're making those those little things where they would go like this. And they're like, yeah, the origami. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) <laughs> One, two, three, four. Oh, you're gonna live in a mansion with with Judy and Wendy, and you're gonna have fourteen dogs. <laughs> like, Get the hell out of here! <laughs> I was yeah. not that type of. I was not that girl. I didn't mean. Uh, I know you weren't. You were on top of you doing that for sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> I would just like crumble it up and like probably throw it across the room because I couldn't get those like perfect. Were they triangles? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really good number two right there, especially right. slapping in the face factor. Oh, right? yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, wham, bop. <laughs> oh, man. So for my number two, uh, I used to love these. I don't know why I love snacks that messed up my stomach so much, but <laughs> <laughs> hot pickles that came in, like, the bags what? with, like, the uh, juice in it. You ever had a hot pickle, Nikki? No. Why? <laughs> Me either, bro. I, I'm I, right now. I'm a little stunned and I'm a little queasy. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah, so like the the regular dill pickles, but they would be like spicy. Oh man, and hot. Yeah. Well, I gotta look this up. Yeah. It's like, is he lying to me right now? No, I know he's not. I just I need a visual. Yeah, so I don't you think I want like, one. I'll just take your word. Come with like in a bag full of like juice. It sounds it sounds so horrible. There's so many with the, with, the, with the hot pickle and the juice, but <laughs> it was so good. It was, it was it was so good, man. I would have it. <laughs> what after the Dorito? I mean, yo, he said hot pickle and juice in the same sentence. I can't deal with it, man. It's disgusting. But the, I love the, this show so were much. Were able to pull up a picture of it, Nikki? Well, I've seen many different. Things. Oh my god! So oh, I don't remember. Okay. Hot pickle. Yeah, I don't. I can't see it, but I don't remember like the exact brand of it. But it would come in a bag, and Ew. it was so it was so good, man. So yes, <laughs> hot pickle and fruit by the foot. All all my foods were suspect, but yes, <laughs> it was something that was so good, man. So my number two. Was a, a hot pickle for sure. <laughs> I see All it right. comes in this little like pouch. Hold on, there's reviews so, on Walmart.com. Somebody, okay. okay, somebody says they would buy them again. These pickles are the best, just the right amount of heat and a good crunch. See, see? is it a southern thing though? Is that like a southern state I thing? Have no clue. It might, it might be a southern thing. Like there's so many things I learned it. once I, I moved from the south. That I learned was stuff that we just did. <laughs> so, <laughs> so much stuff. And I would bring it up to other people. They're like, "What? Why would you do that?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I'm, yeah, it's some of my love to eat at school for sure. I'm looking at one right now, real quick. It's, it says bold, spicy. It's 
Vlasic Dills. Is that anywhere near what you would eat? The bold and spicy one? Would you eat that? Yeah, it sounds like something I would have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would I know what I'm getting easy for your birthday. Got an easy birthday present this year for D. <laughs> Hot pickle <laughs> juice. <laughs> it, hey, it was it was good, man. It was good. So that was my number two. I'm glad I can show you guys something new. You guys got to try it. You guys got to try one. <laughs> I got to look at it first, then I'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well done. So I don't know how they turn it from a dill pickle to a hot pickle. I have no idea, but <laughs> it well, works mom, out. Man. How did they turn milk into cheese? I don't want to know. Just give it to me. All right. <laughs> so, Nikki, what's your number one? Oh, my number one is the shark bites, the great white shark bites, uh, or oh. gushers slash gushers. Oh, oh, gushers, yeah. Okay. Man. And I, I mostly that. like them because when you're younger, you could really like you could trade pogs for a bag of gushers or like yeah. a shark bite or something. Like that is high trade value right there. Plus, I love <laughs> flip snacks. They're my favorite thing in the entire world. Um, but yeah, a bag of gushers would get you pretty far. Yeah. Okay. Sure. There you go. Like gusher, <laughs> everything I'm saying sounds so bad, but the, the know, way right? it, would, it would burst in your mouth like that's, <laughs> the, that's, the, that's what made gusher so good. It's the candy people's fault. It's all their damn yeah, fault. The candy lady. Crazy and, what, and what? Speaking of stuff, what is this thing? People just set up shop in the garage. I never heard of this. I never heard of hot pickles. Oh man, yeah, the hot pickle one got me, man, because. The candy lady would sell it cheaper than like the you know convenience yeah. store. Yeah, so <laughs> you would go to her and get everything, and like I said, you get bonus stuff. Like you would, that's the first place where I tried the nachos with the nacho cheese and the jalapenos. Even you would get like um, I started doing hot Cheetos with the nacho cheese and jalapenos. Like oh, uh, wow. you could get <laughs> it was so good, like so bad for my stomach, but so good. You take your temperature afterward. You must have had like 105 fever or something like that. I mean, Jesus Christ. Wow. Probably so. Like, I love spicy food. And that's as spicy as you can get, right? The hot Cheetos with the nacho cheese. And there's fresh, hot nacho cheese, too. Like, you can see the steam coming off the nacho cheese. Then you put the jalapenos on top. Oh, that's the best. You are all (laughs) all the way, baby. You really are. (laughs) So what's your number one, Jay? My number one by far of all time. And I don't know why they don't make it anymore. I've searched far and wide. I've gone on the internet. I've, I flew to Australia last week. They don't have it anywhere. It's gone. But Nabisco used to have ready-made s'mores. You had your two graham crackers, the Hershey, and the, and the marshmallow. And it was not hot, obviously, out of the box. But but the lunch lady, she loved me so much. So I said, could you please put this in the microwave? She said, yes, of course I'll put it in the microwave for you. It would come out gooey. Just like if you were at a freaking bonfire and you got the freaking marshmallows, roast them and everything. S'mores, man. All I had to do was put them in the microwave for about 20 seconds. And out came this unbelievable chocolatey, mushy, marshmallowy goodness. And it was unbelievable. And everybody wanted it. And you couldn't pay me enough money to take my (laughs) s'mores away from me. They're my s'mores, not yours. That's it. S'mores number one, and it wouldn't have worked out as well again unless the lunch lady let me heat them up in the microwave. So that is number one by far, and I'll never forget it. Oh, shout out to the lunch lady for letting yeah. you. Yeah, no doubt. See, I've I never seen her name. Betty. Mi- yeah. Miss Betty, Miss Betty, <laughs> thank Betty. you. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Miss Betty. Uh, <laughs> now, I don't know if maybe that's just a little bit before my time. The, was that like elementary school when you had the? S'mores? Did you have to do that? Did you have to go up there and say <laughs> oh, that? Wait, no, Show I my age. Know. 
I don't know it either, Jay. What is it called? They're, they're literally s'mores that came in a package, and you just had to honestly put them in the microwave to heat it up. It's by Nabisco. I'm pretty sure it was in Nabisco, and I swear, man, I haven't seen this in probably 15 years. Oh, Why would wow. you stop making something so great? That was yeah, my problem. That sounds like, awesome. Like, I wish I, I could have that. Like, that sounds awesome. That's what I'm saying. You don't even have to go do all the damn work. You don't have to sit and roast this and twist and marsh. Just freaking put it in the microwave. You're all good to go. I don't know why they discontinued it. I don't know. Maybe it stunt my growth or I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was at 5'9", and then, like, I started eating those, and I just stopped. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Speaking of things being discontinued, I feel like in my youth, a bunch of things got stopped. Like, I used to love Fruitopia drinks. Oh, oh sure, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. We had like I remember <laughs> we had a soda machine with Fruitopia. We had Surge. Mm-hmm. Remember Surge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the drinks that obviously were bad for us. We were just yeah. <laughs> after yeah. after I ate my nachos or jalapenos and cheese. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and my, and get a jolt. I would get <laughs> a Surge. I'm, it's amazing I'm alive right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, but for my number one, this is one of my favorite snacks of all time, sour skittles. I used to love oh. sour skittles so much. I don't know whether it was just about the sourness or what exactly it was, a little the little salt or whatever it was that was on the skittles. I used to love everything about it. And then you could trade. Like I said, I like trading some of my snacks, but not all of it. So yeah. if somebody wanted you know, some of my skittles and I want some of their goldfish, I can give them a few skittles for a few of their goldfish mm-hmm. and still be good to go and have my sour skittles. So my number one. I used to always love sour skittles, so I would literally go to the K late in the morning, get the nachos, <laughs> the hot pickle, and sour skittles to go wow. to go about my day. And I that's just real. The there you go. Because my lunch was late. Like I, I didn't eat lunch till I remember uh, in middle school. I didn't eat lunch at like one o'clock. So I would have those really? snacks throughout the day. But then I got to high school. My lunch cat was like ten thirty in the morning, like you guys said. So it was a whole drastic change. <laughs> but my high school was literally walking just from the house. So for lunch, we could go off campus. So I would go to the camp yeah. during my lunch break <laughs> and go get the, stuff. the nachos. What? I mean, <laughs> yeah. So that's when I would go and get yeah, the nachos. Everything. So it was better in high school because I got it during a decent time where it wasn't the first thing in the morning. So my stomach yeah, got adjusted yeah. by that point. That's yeah. a little bit better. <laughs> so your mom, hold on. So your mom would give you five bucks for yeah. the day, like for the week. And then you would just like, each day yeah, five. so it would be like twenty bucks for the for the week. Oh, oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would spend like five dollars a day, or like maybe four or five, like four dollars a day, probably, because it was really cheap. Like the nachos, yeah. she didn't really charge you. She didn't charge you any extra for the nacho cheese. So okay. once I learned that, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, I can just get nacho cheese on it because she would have regular nachos. But most people, once we learned that, we was like, oh, let's try it with the Doritos, and we was like, oh, so we can get the nachos without spending nacho money. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the key thing about the snacks that you have for, you know, when, when you're a lunch and you're a kid is setting the market value high immediately. Like if Sarah mm-hmm. Skittles are your thing, be like, yo, you're going to have to give me double of your favorite in order to get mine. All right. And I need yeah. a first round draft pick next year, whatever your first round <laughs> snack is, you know, so like, yeah, you got to set the market value high. That's why them s'mores, they cost money. You, you could not trade me food. It would have to be money. Otherwise, you're not getting it. Just yeah. market value, baby. You got to understand. That's what it's all about. Man, we got to find these s'mores, man. I'm jealous. I never had like a portable s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> so convenient. Microwave, bam, 20 seconds, 25, whatever. We're all freaking done. I don't know. Why. 
If I find the s'mores, I'll ship them to you, Jay, for sure. Please do. I'll send you anything you want. That's how much I love them. Please. I just want a case, a case of hot pickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, that's that market value. That's where that comes in. I'm waiting for when D comes up this way this summer to New York. Yes. The bagel, yes. please. You have to just try oh, it and let me know. Yes. Mm-hmm. When we come up there, you got to take us to your favorite bagel yep. shop. Yeah, for sure. So we can have the bagels. I gotta. I've been hearing about it for two years now. I gotta, oh yeah, I gotta. I gotta have the bagels when I get up there for sure. Yeah. And the pizza. Don't forget the pizza. Yes. And, and the pizza you fold sure. it. You fold it and you eat it like that. All right. Nobody's using a freaking fork and a knife and all that <laughs> bullshit. You freaking fold the pizza in the mouth. Let's go. That's it. End of story. <laughs> oh, and it sounds good. Everything we just talked about. Yeah, I know. I know. Starving. I ate right before the show. I was full. I'm ready to go. I right, give me some s'mores, man. Give me some sour skittles, Fruit Loops, all that shit. Polio string cheese. I think I actually have in the kitchen, so I might go smack somebody in the head with that next across the street. You That'd be fun. Know. Yeah, I might. I mean, you know me now for a long enough time, so you know I'm capable of doing things like that. But I won't, <laughs> neighbors. I'm gonna stay here and watch free agent frenzy. Anyway, we had a lot of free agent craziness going on today. Russell Baxter was in the house. We had the Reebok action for you. Meatworks beer drop. Crazy friggin' snacks that we eat, all sorts of stuff. And we know that Damien just ruined his stomach every day before school. I mean, just destroyed himself. And thank God you are here. It is a miracle, honestly. It really is. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. Now that, I, now that I think about all the, all the stuff that I, that I ate and drunk that got recalled or discontinued. Right? <laughs> it's, oh, it's yeah. Now we wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't have to wonder why anymore. Yeah. But now my man's on the Peloton, so he's all good right there. We're straight. Yes. Nikki, Nick, what's going on in the reality world today? Oh, today is Real Housewives of Orange County. Last night was New Jersey. Monday was Super Size Below Deck. If you watched it, let me know your thoughts. At Next Nikki time you Nick, say that, say it slower, by the way. What? Super Size. Super what you Size. Said. You said it really below. fast and it sounded like something else. Oh, <laughs> Super Size Below Deck. <laughs> Uh, it's been that type of show. It's been it that type is, of yeah, show. Yeah, <laughs> Glad I'm not the only one who had all the worst. All the worst. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. it's that, Sometimes you just hard to talk for Well, we talk yeah. all day at work and then we come here. And not that this is like, you know, hard, but. No, this is easy. <laughs> the tongue yeah. gets twisted sometimes and some things are unavoidable. Like the fruit by the foot being long is just unavoidable. So, so right. like, <laughs> and gushers gushing. But yeah, no, you guys can find me at Nikki Nick 9384, of course, reality TVs, basically my life right now. Um, But you know, we're getting into free agency and the draft. So good things coming. And what else is going on? Oh, quick update on Eva. She got high platinum gold for her routine. She had her competition this weekend and she also won the perfect pose award. So, oh, wow. Yes. Um, so that was really cool. Probably going to do a follow-up article. And of course the fundraiser is still going. She did get her bid to national. So again, $5, $10, $20. You can find it on our website and it's pinned to my Twitter page. That's beautiful. That is freaking fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. That is Nikki's reality world. D, your reality is the NBA right now, man, right? Yes, sir. I'm watching a lot, a lot, a lot of basketball, uh, you know, every day, and I'm tweeting about it. So basketball, boxing, uh, you'll get my random Love is Blind thoughts. Have you finished Love is Blind, Nikki? 
Yes. Okay. So oh, okay. Nice. Let's talk about. Yeah. So and I finished sure. Euphoria, by the way. So we can't talk about it next time. Okay. Next episode, Love Is Blind Euphoria. We'll definitely talk about both. We're bringing them in. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Please on next week's episode for sure. Uh, so yeah, you can follow me at the Real Deal WDA on all social media platforms. You know, like I said, Twitter is where I'm most active, so that's where you're gonna get the boxing, the basketball tweets. Uh, you get my tweets about random shows. Right now, I actually starting to do more like content that is reactions towards content. So like Winning Time on HBO, which is the mm. series about the Lakers from the '80s. Uh, if you're not watching that, Jay, you got to watch it. No, I know. I'm with you, man. And you did okay. an excellent job, by the way. I wanted to tell you that on air. Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Thank you so yeah. much. Man. Very, 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 very good. Very good. Thank you. So, yeah, my I do an episode. I did an episode earlier this week where I recapped the first two episodes of Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty, which is on HBO right now. If you are a fan of sports, especially somebody like Jay, I know would like because it's in the 80s. It's an awesome series, man. And I, I definitely, I was nervous about doing that because it was my first time like doing something where it was about like TV content mm. in that type of way. Uh, so it was like, okay, I wonder how people are going to receive it. So I'm glad that people have responded to it well. So I'm you going to it, continue. Thank you. I'm going to continue to do those on the podcast. Of course, I'm doing my series now where I'm getting guests on to talk about their divisions in football as well. So a little bit like how we did today with the uh, AFC North. We're doing that on my podcast as well. Definitely want to have you guys on talk about the NFC East, NFC West, of course. Uh, so I'll be kind of I'll be calling you guys about that for sure. But yeah, my podcast is called The Real Deal with Damian Adams. Go ahead, subscribe to it now. Like I always say, man, got to keep that good content in your life. Uh, it keeps your cholesterol down, keeps your blood pressure at a good level. <laughs> so go ahead and do that after you finish listening to us. Subscribe to The Real Deal with Damian Adams. And you can catch all of our work at 3rd3podcast.com. Just put a new article up today called The Deshaun Dilemma. Yes. Uh, Nikki, Nikki enjoyed it for different reasons than everybody else enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think that it's, it's a very honest article about my feelings about the Deshaun Watson situation. So go ahead and check that out, please. But Real Deal WDA is where you can catch everything that I do and you'll be able to find me there. You know, bro, we need more honesty like that. You know, I'm not going to give away what you said because I want people to go read it. But you were completely honest and you admitted you were being honest and you were saying, well, what do you think about that? Basically, you know, again, I don't want to give away anything, but it was it was a great job. It was a great job. And yeah, more people are just going to go, you know, write puff pieces and things like that. But no, man, you, you wrote. From the from the mind and from the heart, so I, I love that. I thought it was an absolutely great job. All right, I, I may be the king of intros, but I suck at outros. Nikki and <laughs> Amy beat me every time. I'm the stupid sports prophet on Twitter and Facebook. It's my regular name, Jason Fearman. I don't do a whole bunch. I don't dance on TikTok. I don't do challenges. I'm pretty freaking boring, you know. You go to work, have some spaghetti and meatballs or a steak for Meatworks, and you know you're good to go. You know that's pretty much it. So, or if you want to, you know, go for a run, get some Reebok on you, and you know, Friday night, get yourself some cold drink, beer, drop the shit out of that motherfucker. So, <laughs> here, he's going nowhere. He's with brother and sister as always. I love you guys. Thank you again to Russell Baxter for coming on and dropping a hell of a lot of knowledge. We do appreciate that. So much knowledge, had, man. So much knowledge. Yeah. Oh, he's got a lot. It's really, really yeah. I don't know what, I don't know how he does that. Like his brain must be formulated a different way. I don't know how you remember all that stuff, but man, we've had some great guests lately. You know, him, Richmond Webb uh, came on. Ron Davenport was great. 
Who knows who will be here next week, but we'll tell you about it next time. For now, third and three podcasts, we are out. Nikki, show them the wave.